try this. Could have heard me. You guys could have heard me a few minutes ago. There would be there'd be people on the way here to, to take me to a crazy hospital. I can almost guarantee it. I'm trying to sort out this. Trying to sort out this audio. It's just it ain't right. There's something not right with it, Donnie. Is this too low? I don't, I can't, I don't understand. I, I honestly don't. We'll just have to see what happens. No, it's not fine. It, you guys, it's fine, I guess. But it's just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do something. Just let me do it. Welcome back, it's Friday, the whatever day, day two of CERN Large Hadron Collider on at full power. We're on day number two, or three. So far we have a Dutch revolt, one presidential assassination, and the sky is green in, in South Dakota, and the Georgia Guidestones have exploded. So there's a lot that's happened in a couple of days since they turned that thing on. Does, does that mean that it's working? Is that what it's supposed to do? Let it burn. Let it burn down and build back based. And it's going to. Hey guys, how are you? Welcome back to um, the rambling, incoherent, uh, broken sentences of a madman. <laughs> Whatever I used to say. Chris, Jason, thank you very much again, sir. You're, um, I need to... I got to do something for you. I don't know what you, I don't know why at this point, but I feel guilty. It says, first, I think, first, think I thought of, first, first think I thought of, first thought you had, <laughs> was what you meant. Um, at 5 a.m. when I got up to go to work, when my communications was down, Putin, I think it must be a warning to us. Am I crazy to think that? <laughs> no, I don't think Putin cares so much about Rogers, uh, putting Rogers out of business. They're doing that just fine. All on their own. They're doing it all, all on their own. Full draw. Hey, oh, he's streaming over here. Mamma mia. Hey, buddy, how are you doing? And he says, give, give some Philip. Give him some gabagool, gabagool. Hey. hey, Phil. Hey, Phil, come here. You want some gabagool? Huh? You don't want some, you don't want no gabagool? What's wrong with you? Is this way you don't want gabagool? They fucking made it for you. Maybe a road. I can eat that gabagool. I don't know. We just, uh, we're going to say that word a lot. Apparently. My fungulo. My murder Roberts says, just got my conservative party leadership ballot in the mail, thinking I should just scratch out smart people's name and write, <laughs> write Jeremy McKenzie. Don't do that. We've already taken enough heat. Haven't you seen, haven't you seen the news? I've, I've taken the, the internet down, cell phones. Um, you know, we've got Randy in Europe leading a tractor rebellion against the Dutch government. <laughs> What else did I do today? I did something. I can't remember. Or maybe it was yesterday. What did I do? I gotta go back and check what I did. 
No, no, it was just, it was mostly the cyber attack. I think that's what, mostly what I did today. Yeah. So, you know, I was busy. What were you guys up to? <laughs> Don't vote for me. I'm already dead. Senor Bean, he says, it used to be The Daily Show and The Colbert Report. Now it's Dawson and Rage. What happened? Oh, weird, right? It, it is weird how that happened. Well, that what happened was they started to lie. Uh, they created a void um, where people, uh, number one, like to kind of get a sense of what's going on, but also, you know, from whoever's opinion, if they enjoy it, they enjoy it. If they don't, they don't. Nobody's forced them to. And and also kind of be entertained at the same time. You know, don't take it too seriously. I mean, it is life after all. It's fucking ridiculous. So don't really go too serious. And uh, they started to lie and do none of those things and not even be funny on top of it. So they were boringly, stupidly, shittily lying to you. I don't know why those shows have tanked so hard and why this demand for alternative content from all over the internet just blew up in every direction. I can't imagine what failed, why they, where their audience has gone. I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Why everyone stopped watching these people. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Ryan does rule though. Did you see? I'm halfway through it. I only had time. I watched half of it. Uh, his new film there. Um, so far, and very interesting. Um, I recommend it. And he asked me to go. If you want to go watch it, go watch it on Rumble. Uh, Ryan Nelson's new film about how our greatest ally stole the bomb. Mm. And uh, watch it on Rumble because for some reason they monetized it <laughs> for now. <laughs> so you might get a couple of bucks from it if you go watch it over there. Uh, Michael's mama says the turd is going to be in Truro tomorrow. I did hear that time to rally those shit spreaders. They have a new mission. Yes. The tur- the, uh, the tractors, the manure spraying tractors, uh, a great tactic, a great, a great, excellent tactic. Uh, Serto says it's fuck you make me Friday bigots drink up and go outside, touch grass, go fishing, lift heavy stuff, pick things up, put them down, push your kids on the swing. Like I did today. Go do, go do something. Go do something. Go do something that makes you different from being a, you know, caged up Circulonian maniac <laughs> with with seven different Twitter accounts. Combined total followers, 19. And and they're they're battling, okay? Those people are the real heroes. They are battling. And when they're not even they've got two monitors just like I do. And they've got and they've got Twitter on one and they've got Facebook on the other one. And they're there and they are killing it on Facebook. They are sharing memes and they are telling mostly what they're mostly doing is telling everyone else how stupid they are. That's mostly what they do all the time. That's their entire purpose. And I just want them to know how utterly and totally uh grateful we are for all that you do because uh, in a way, you know, without you guys, um, the rest of us might feel worse about ourselves, but we can't, we can't possibly, uh, feel that bad because you exist and you're the, you're the bottom, you're the bottom of the whole, like, you know, there's always somebody worse off than us. We're way more retarded and useless and terrible. And that's those people. So thank you so much for existing because otherwise, you know, who, who do we pick on? It's Friday. Fact or fairy tale Friday. And it's also past my deadline to drink.
some terrible designs. If I die, he can never be let loose. You understand? Do you understand how serious this is? You cannot ever let him loose. I don't care what happens to me. If I die, that figurine must be destroyed. Because the world's at stake. If you, I can't get any more into it, but it's uh, it, we're, we're in an untenable situation here. So eventually, I mean, I will die eventually. So I don't know what that means for the rest of us. For the rest of us, when that happens, the blue taco says Philip stealing copper wire again. Happy. Oh, I read this one. He says, "Oh, by the way, Phil was talking to me about some kind of flight mission to Japan to avenge someone." So here's the thing. Um, Shinzo Abe owed Phil money. It's not something we talked about um, a lot. I guess Phil's a lot more upset about it than I realized. I'm not saying he had him killed, but, you know, it's, sometimes it is just like that. <laughs> sometimes it's just the world we're in, you know? The silliest mistakes end up destroying us all. Isn't that right? Uh, NYC bid to 212 says can't believe you actually made it back in time to stream after blowing up the Georgia Guidestones that wasn't me that was Thor that did that that was lightning and that was pretty big right Thor see Thor's back there Dang, on top of the Pro Patria Coffee Company sticker box you want to get some coffee and never sleep again ProPatriaCoffee.ca think that's still their website i'm trying guys i'm trying i can only do so much for free coffee i mean for god's sakes <laughs> what is going on what did somebody say in the tentarian there it is, it is it is blowing up man it is and the worst thing they ever did was pay pay attention to us and now it's just they're getting absolutely bananas raped on social media and in the media and the whole thing i have some interviews lined up that could be real interesting and I was just in a documentary the other day and like th the more they talk about this ridiculous <laughs> fucking thing, the bigger it gets. And it's, it's really funny. So, um, you know, we got to say thank you <laughs> to, um, oh no, did I lose the picture? Oh no, there it is. We got to say thanks. We got to say thank you to, you know, recruiter of the year, at least uh, 2022. Uh, Rachel, great job. Really exceptional work. Um, recruiter of the month. She had, she was going through something when she was on the news talking about us, but I don't know if that's, a, I don't know if she's, what I'm seeing, is that, is that pleasure or is that stroke or is that booster shot? What, what face is this? I don't know. Anyway, best not to look directly into it. But anyway, uh, great job. And, uh, you know, numbers have never been higher. In fact, the, uh, the podcast grows 15 to 20% per month. So it doubles every five months. So it triples in a year. And you're worried about it now. Oh, oh well. <laughs> it's fun. We're going to have to change the laws to put him in jail. That's what they're doing. That's literally what they're doing. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh, Mr. Chow says, finally get to play Fact or Fairy Tale live. The heat is on. We're on tonight. We are on tonight for Fact or Fairy Tale 4, 5. He's got some good ones. This is a hard one. This may be the most difficult one yet. 
You think you know fake news? You think you can read the news and be like, that ain't real? Or, that's real? <laughs> and, you ha- and you have to say it exactly like that? You think you can do that? You think you can talk like that with that kind of really <laughs> condescending, full of myself attitude and be 100% certain that everything you read in a news headline and subsequent underlying paragraph and the bylines and say, that's fucking real. Or, that's not fucking real. Well, you're going to find out just how hard it is. (laughs) Later this evening. I fucking, some of them are tough. And I cheat because he tells me otherwise none of us would know. So I know the answers, but I I would never get a lot of them right. (laughs) Godzilla Unchained says Ragecast 254 is sponsored by the John Deere Equipment Company. Remember, folks, it wasn't a bomb that destroyed the Georgia Guidestones was a John Deere 200D. When you really need to fuck shit up, grab a beer and turn the key to your own John Deere. How is that? That was my first John Deere commercial. How was that? Was that good? (laughs) I don't know. I thought that was pretty good. First take, nailed it, right? Nailed it, nailed it. First take. I'm fucking good at this. I need more more advertisements. Keep them coming. (laughs) John Deere just bought an advertisement for $5 to like 50,000 people. That's a good deal, man. That's pretty good. Good good for them. Well played, John Deere. I'm impressed. You guys are you guys are business people, you know? You get a bad <laughs> you get a bad rap because of the whole, you know. Ah, they're just dumb rednecks. No. No, they're ruthless businessmen. They know what they're doing. You don't know. You don't know. You're not ready for to be in this game. I'm not ready to be in this planet or timeline or anything else. Um, I'm just so glad that we're all being led again by the steady, the steady hand. <laughs> by the, by the, st- <laughs> by the steady, strong, energetic, charismatic comforting reassuring <laughs> kingly like leadership type of hand i'm glad we have that hand of the united states as the world descends into chaos and uh, everything becomes more crazy li- basically by the hour i mean when are, when are when are there murder dolphins when do the dolphins grow opposable thumbs climb on land and kill us all like that i'm that might well be coming the way things are going so i think it's i mean just thank goodness we, we, have, we have this. I mean, <laughs> it is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Women are not without electoral and or political or, or maybe precise, not and or or political power. That's another way of saying that you, the women of America, can determine the outcome of this issue. I don't think the court, or for that matter, the Republicans, will power. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who registered to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's going to do it for all of us here at Channel 4 News. You stay classy, San Diego. 
great story, compelling and rich. Well, that's going to do. Oh, stop. Yeah. Damn it! Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. <laughs> End of quote. Repeat the line. He's literally just reading the teleprompter now. He's reading the tell all of it, even the prompts that is that if it said stop speaking now and close your mouth and stand still and don't smell a little girl anywhere, he would read all of that. <laughs> Look at this guy beside him, he's trying not to laugh. Who do so, end of quote. Repeat the line. Women are not without electoral. He's like, oh my god, he's reading the telephone. Not and or or political. End of quote. Repeat the line. No, that Joe. That means you're supposed to now say that. Hmm. Can we just get a puppet or something to you know? And they and then they deny it. Their own staff are like, no, that's not what happened. He's just had another senior moment, an extreme, extreme senior moment. Yeah, whoever <laughs> controls. Yeah, and they said no. They're, they're, they're saying, he, what he really meant to say was, let me repeat that line. No, he said, repeat the line. <laughs> Read his instructions. It's so crazy. They can't, every little thing he does. You literally get paid to lie for a living. Yeah, right. We can hear what he said very clearly. The Simpsons, uh, again, with the win. Say the line, Bart. End of quote. Repeat the line. Yay! Yay! That's the precedent. That's the precedent, you guys. This senile old man who doesn't know where he is, what time it is, what day it is. He pooped himself. He, you know, he does. He's talking to no one. You know, America can be defined in just one word. <laughs> And the president I can just do this. I can just make noises and have and do that in public whenever I want. And and no one cares. Everyone's fine with it. <laughs> America. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on now. Who's calling me at this hour? I'm not listening. I'm not answering this phone. Wait. This could be interesting. Hello? Sorry about that. That was um That wasn't, that was nobody. Don't, anyway, sorry, I gotta, that was a real phone call. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Don't, don't, don't pay attention to any of that. That was not my Chinese MK Ultra handlers. Like, it just says toll-free service, and you're like, that could be anything. I don't know, and you pick it up, and there's just some woman yelling at you in Chinese. That was weird. That threw me right off. <laughs> what were we talking about? They don't want me talking about... About uh, Dement, Dement, Dr. Demento. That's what it is. The Chinese are trying to throw me off the game because that's their puppet king in there. 
They want to keep him in there to weaken America. Oh, nice try, Beijing. Nice try. I see you. I know what's going on. China declaring responsibility for Rogers. That could have been... Listen. Don't translate what I said. No one, no one even attempt to. Don't, don't worry about anything that was said there. Don't tell anyone about it, especially the police or CSIS or anything like that, that, I, that we have Chinese conversations on the phone. All right? We don't... Nobody needs to know about that. This is our little secret. All right? It's just me and you. No one and the other... Uh, couple, uh, couple thousand people watch this. Nobody else knows. So just... It's okay. We're not going to do it. Uh, Amber Button says, can't tune in tonight, but wanted to pop in to donate some coins. And hey, if the debit being down all day today and Sask doesn't show us all why a cashless society is bad, then I don't know. Right? It only ever, uh, that's all it ever takes. It's just something like that. For, and you'd think people would realize, hey, this whole electronic system thing is uh, awful because it can just turn off and then we're fucked. Is that what you're telling me? What happens if it gets turned off, like, long-term? You know, like, like for a month or something. What happens then? Oh, that would be disastrous. Yes, it would be disastrous, wouldn't it? That would be a complete disaster. Why are we risking that? Why are we risking the possibility that, that civilization can be ground to a halt and destroyed as easily as just turning the uh, internet off for a couple of weeks? That seems that seems like a precarious situation, doesn't it? That seems like a really risky way to live. I don't know. I don't see the benefit. I don't see the benefit. Not for me. I mean, I can see how it could be for some people. You better do what we say. We're going to turn off your fucking money, you know, money phone. It's going to be on your phone, obviously, right? We're going to tweet off your fucking phone. You better do it or your life's over. You better get your fucking booster shot. You want to work in this town, sweetheart? You want to you wanna be in the movies? Huh? You want to be a movie star? Well, uh, you're going to have to uh, do what we want. Or uh, we're going to turn off your fucking money chip. And you're never going to work in town again. You're going to take this uh, booster. You're going to put it in your body. Um, then you're going to fucking do what we say. And if you don't, you're going to go live in the diagonal. We don't know what happens out there, don't you? I just do it. It could be worse. You don't, you don't, you don't want to be out there with those p- people. Bad, weird, even strange. I've got this goat guy. There's a lot of questions, a lot of discomfort. <laughs> I'm turning into different people now. <laughs> I saw as I was scanning around, like cl- clicking things. Some I saw walk Christopher walking somewhere. So I, it's it just kind of like it, it, it inadvertently input itself and. Yeah, it's getting weird. It's it's getting weird, guys. I don't know. Should we shut her down? Like, I think I just um, I've been exposed as a Chinese agent, and I just sexually, basically assaulted like everyone in the whole place. So, nah, we'll just keep going. <laughs> Whatever. 
NYC Fit. Hi, he says Tannerite is the unofficial ski mask on, a sponsor of this show. When your deer ain't running so good, blow up your favorite NWO monument with Tannerite. Tannerite, the redneck, <laughs> redneck leg remover. Fuck, I fucked up at the end. Cut! Cut! Uh! Jerry, what's going on here? You told me this guy could, he was good. He could do it. He does it in one take every time. We were going to save money, Jerry. What's happening? I don't know. I'll talk to him. What the fuck happened, man? I don't know. I tripped over. I f- fuck. I, the, the accent changed. The last minute. Redneck, red, redneck leg remover. Say that three times fast. Donnie, okay? That's not, it's not easy to do. You set me up to fail with this fucking script, by the way. And who is that guy? I don't, I don't trust Mort. I'm not a fan of Mort. What's he saying about me over there? <laughs> don't, don't, shut up. Just get back to work. <laughs> the redneck leg remover, Tannerite. When your deer ain't running so good, blow up your favorite NWO monument with Tannerite. And I have to have a Stetson on. There's an American flag blowing in the background. And then, and then, a huge mountain behind me, and then in actual Tannerite, it blows up all at once and then recreates Mount Rushmore. That's the commercial. Fucking enjoy all the Tannerite you're about to sell. <laughs> enjoy all the money you're about to make for that geniusly, probably the most expensive commercial. You probably have to use all of your inventory to make that, expl- to make that happen, and then uh, besides it being physically impossible, um, then you wouldn't be able to sell any Tannerite. But you'd have this crazy thing. Like, dude, we recreated Mount Rushmore with Tannerite, which is really cool. But nobody gives a shit because there's already a Mount Rushmore. So it's like, oh, yeah, whatever. You did something somebody else already did. Cool. Like a cover song. So I guess, okay, so it's not a good idea. Sorry, Tannerite guys. Don't do this. Don't do this. This is a terrible idea. Bad idea. Don't, don't, do, don't make a cover, a very expensive cover song. Never gonna, that is never going to make you money. Unless maybe your alien ant farm. And it's like when they redid Michael. <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> Haley Lonigan says, I like the kill deer model. Yes. I wonder where the, I wonder how many of the Dutch those are building right now. Blam says, funny story. Went out to buy my kid a toy and I was literally, literally the only one who could make a purchase because cash, the Rogers outage is proof why we need to make sure hard cash stays always. Of course. Let's just entrust everything to this electronic system that someone else controls. I'm sure it'll be fine. Think what could go wrong? Senor Bean says, that sounded like the Chinese consul is trying to reach you for an urgent legal matter. Please press one to respond. Yeah. We have been trying to reach you. We have an urgent financial matter. Please do not hang up on this call. Press one to talk to an agent. You ever get these? I answer them all the time. I'm like, okay, beep. And then it rings and it's some guy who's like, hello? And I'm like, Hey, you called me, and they're like, oh, uh, uh, just a second, uh, your, okay, your credit is, uh, not good, uh, we are going to have to, your charge, you have to pay us money, okay, you have to pay the money. I have to pay the money? You have to, you have to pay, so you're going to have to go to this, uh, web, website, I'm, website, you know, and I just fuck with them for like 10 minutes. I, I'm typing it in and it's it's not working. I got rec- I've recorded a couple of these in the past before, but 
Eventually, they, they pick it up that you're just wasting their time. And then I start laughing hysterically. And they're like, fuck you, bloody. Fuck you. Fuck you, you fucking bloody. You fucking fuck you. And they get all mad. This one Indian guy got all mad. I was like, fuck me, fuck you, you call me to waste my fucking time? Well, joke's on you, I don't waste time, I make fun, I make fun of everything, I make fun of time itself, and you're gonna suck me into a situation where my time's getting wasted? Fuck you, I'm gonna turn this into a whole just big operation of me fucking you over, just because I'm here anyway, so I might as well get something out of it, you got nothing, I got something, and I got this hilarious story to tell my friends, Fuck you. Fuck you, India call center trying to steal my fucking credit information. I'm, you're lucky I don't fucking come down there. Probably all malnourished in some kind of slave concentration. I'll, I'll beat the shit out of all of you down there. Fuck you, bloody. No, fuck you, bloody. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Click. That is how you handle scammers. And I think if more people did that, then... Um, They'd probably give up. The suicide rate would be high, I think. It might be a problem. It might be something we'd have to... I don't know. It's just one of those days, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, the president, he's, you know, doesn't know where he is. <laughs> these, these memes come out are deadly. Ever seen these ones? Where it's the guy's backstage. It says, teleprompter broken. He does it, reads the joke, and they freak out. And it's Putin and Xi Jinping and fucking North Korean dictator. What is his name? Uh, Kim, Kim Jong-un. Oh, my Lord. What a laughing stock. And Canada's not in any better shape. They're making fun of us a lot right now. The, the Russians especially are, are really taking the piss out of us over the dress changes and stuff. Like, like the Russian channels and stuff I peep into sometimes to see what they're up to. And it's like, oof. There's like literally like Photoshop pictures of like Canadian soldiers in dresses and stuff and the Russians are laughing at it. It's like, oh God. Uh, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. And, um, you know, everybody hates this. You might, as well, you might as well just keep going. You might as well just lie all the way to the cows come home. Right? You're going to lie about what the president is even saying. You might, as well just, you might as well just make shit up at this point. Really? Right? I mean, you're lying about stuff that people can see with their own eyes and hear with their own ears. Like, there's something that happened right in front of them. You, you might as well walk up to someone's dog, point at it, and say, that's a cat. And if you, if you don't say, yes, that is a cat, we'll say that you're a, a bigot and you're, you're a misinformation and you're an alt-right white supremacist and you need to go to jail. So you might as well just say whatever the fuck you want at this point, huh? There, we got an update from the, uh, the White House. Is this the press secretary? When you look at inflation, when we look at where we are economically and... Yeah. Yeah, about that. I'm glad you brought that up. And we are in a strong, uh, we are stronger economically than we have been uh, in history. <laughs> Wait, well, you started off strong. The first three seconds of this were good. Where you're like, hey, a super important thing that everyone's, uh, everyone's really worried about and no one's saying anything about. And you're like, yeah. Are economically, and we are in a strong, uh, we are stronger economically than we have been uh, in history. Oh, and then you're just going to completely make something up. That's a cat. We're doing better than history. Be better than ever in history. Inflation is at a 40-year high. The economy shrank the last quarter in the United States, and 64% say their financial situation is, quote, getting worse. 
88%, and I think, I, I don't know if I uh, grabbed this story or not, but uh, one, I did read this. A poll conducted cons- said 88% of people in America think the country is on the wrong track. There it is. 88% of everyone in the building is like, this is not good. They, we are going in a bad way right now. Do you suppose maybe something should be done? How much longer are they going to play these games? And it's not better in like, can't uh, Holland, the Netherlands. I keep saying Holland. I was corrected by some nerd. <sighs> it's like Holland isn't equivalent to the Netherlands. It's like a province in, in Netherlands. Like, 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 like Ontario would be, you know what I mean? But it's much small. Who cares? Whatever. It's, <laughs> I don't know. Do you expect me to know this? I'm on the other side of the planet, asshole. I've never even been there. Come on. I don't know what it's called. I just know the sound it makes. I don't know what it's called. Oh, I gotta, did I get this? This video, I must have it. No, I don't think I do. But I know where to find it. Joke's ruined. The joke's ruined, everybody. I thought uh, <laughs> if you take too long, it's no good. Um, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. It, th- it does make a sound. It sounds like this. That's the sound of when everyone knows there's a problem. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Sounds like, sounds like honking. The honks have returned. The honking will continue until freedom improves. And that's in the Netherlands. And the farmers are in a complete and total uh, revolt over there. It's going to get real ugly real fast. The police are already shooting at people. Why not? Why not just shoot at people in tractors? Huh? Oh, and by the way, the, uh, the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom has resigned. So he's done. And 30-some people in his government... Ran- so they're, like, running away. They're just straight up going to run away. <sighs> what else is going on? Oh, and then for, for reasons unknown... Um, you know, the, the Georgia Guidestones explode. Or were hit by lightning. I, I, I like to think it's lightning. So in a way, it's, like, it's very... It's very, uh... Every day, it's getting closer Going faster than a roller coaster Love like yours will surely come my way What are you imagining? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Every day, it's getting faster Everyone said go and ask her Love like yours will surely come my way Hey, 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 hey. Seems a little longer. Oh my goodness. It's so close. It's ha- like, it's really getting crazy out there. Oh, what am I looking for? And this was cool to see. Did I even put it here? Or did I put it on Twitter, probably. No, I didn't. I was talking about this in the last one. And um, how I said, you remember, like, it's, you know, we got to support these people. And that's what, you know, 
you know, virtue signal away because it, it does have an impact. It does help. Um, you know, when we were going through uh, what, were, what was going on here, everybody in the world was, was focused in, in looking at Canada and watching what was happening and, and cheering us on. And you were seeing messages come in from all over the world. Like, remember that? Do you remember how awesome that was? And, uh, and now, you know, we're doing the same thing for them. I said, it's important. Like, I guarantee that, that, that what we did inspired them. I, I know that because they were talking about it, right? Like, Canada began the fucking, you know, it's on now. Like, there's a, there's a, a real effort is being made to fucking push back against these people. And it's not isolated to even just Canada. And you can see here, uh, you know, Ferry put this up. It's the maple leaf, but it's in the, it's in the Belgian colors. Or the, the Netherlands colors, sorry. See, they're going to beat me up. And then this uh, Belgian guy, or fuck, it happened again. Why am I missed? They're similar. They're right next to each other. They're right next to each other. Give me a break. I was just, I was just, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, retweets it. This Dutch guy uh, retweets it as a uh, fairy thing and says, Canadians have our back as like a, as like a, they're, they're pumped about that. And so much so that, um, this is also really cool to watch. I can't remember. I didn't see how, which city this is in, but this is one of their uh, one of their little areas <laughs> where these tractors are all parked. And in the center of it, you see it? There's a great big fucking Canadian flag right in the center. That's badass. That's awesome. Those guys are kicking ass over there. Um, I can't wait to see what happens. It's so it's so crazy to watch when it's you know, it's not us this time. It's it's we're like che literally cheering them on. Like, come on, come on, you can do it. You know. And they're gonna try to do the same thing here, which is frightening. Literally the same thing. The reasons they're protesting is because the Dutch government, the uh, on the orders of their um, masters, their corporate uh, bastard overlords, that you know the people that actually run the world, not the prime minister. These people are just middle management. They're nothing. They're they're following the, the marching orders of rich you know people with an agenda, and that agenda does not include your well being. Um, we are very very expendable. Actually, we all are. And uh, so one of the methods that they decided to, you know, in, in, the, in the interest of, you know, climate change and saving the planet, they're going to close entirely 30% of the farms in the Netherlands, which, as you can imagine, would have catastrophic effect on so many people. Uh, that's what's going on over there. They've decided to do a tractor convoy, and they're listening to Barbie Girl instead of Buddy Holly. But either way, it's equally, it's equally based. <laughs> And um, it was such a good, the, the reaction was so well done that, um, you know, we're, we're doing the same thing here, actually. Uh, our government as well, to surprise you, uh, targets grain growers as the worst emissions offenders. Hmm, so this, is back in, uh, this is back in April. And they wanted a, uh, a climate plan target to reduce greenhouse gas emissions in the agriculture sector by 30% below 2020 levels within 10 years. So we got to get rid of fertilizer. We got to get rid of, uh, you know, 
cows are farting and stuff. They got to go. And in farming, farming's just really bad for the environment all of a sudden, you know? And this is from today, noticing the obvious uh, parallels. Um, Ken Bexley at the counter signals, who who's there now. He's in the Netherlands right now. Uh, watching this is uh, the nitrogen policy will decimate Canadian farming. Sound familiar? Much like in the Netherlands, the prime minister is bringing in a nitrogen emissions cap that will decimate Canadian farming. Fertilizers play a major role in the agriculture's uh, agriculture sector's success and have contributed to record harvests in the last decade. They have helped drive increases in Canadian crop yields, grain sales, and the exports. However, Nitrous oxide emissions, particularly those associated with synthetic nitrogen fertilizer, have also grown significantly. That's why the government of Canada has set the national fertilizer emissions reduction target. Oh, good. Nice. It says this is a tacit admission that any attempt to lower emissions by reducing nitrogen fertilizer will consequently lower crop yields over the next decade, hurting the agricultural sector and more importantly, hurting farmers and, you know, making less food as well, obviously. And, you know, with all the food shortages and supply chain shortages and farms burning down and trains being derailed and chickens being, you know, all killed from bird flu. They all have bird flu. They all have bird flu. They killed all the chickens. All the eggplants had to burn down. It's mysteriously for accidental reasons. No one really knows. All of the all the things that are the most important things that we need, you know, like food and water and so on, are being uh, destroyed systematically from top to bottom all at the same time. It's um, it's very disturbing, and uh, everyone's just kind of ignoring it because what really can any of us do about it besides, you know, stack food and try to hope to God that somehow this horrifying future they're setting us up for is, um, you know, not going to happen. But uh, anyway... Before we go, <laughs> on uh, April 1st, the same day uh, he gave himself a raise, uh, the, the Prime Minister decided to go ahead and jack up the carbon tax by an additional 25%. Consequently, increasing the price of practically everything because you see as the carbon tax uh, and there's a fuel tax and the carbon tax is actually a tax on another. It's a tax on top of a tax. It's taxes on taxes on taxes forever. But the carbon tax, um, anything basically affected by carbon, which is everything, um, is going to be affected by this. So let's say, uh, well, you, you have to ship your goods from, you know, California to Ontario. Well, that's going to, you know, you're producing carbon, aren't you? No, you're, you know, all that carbon dioxide from all that driving. So we're going to have to charge you more for that. Okay, well, then, then he has to charge more for his work to offset that penalty. So now the uh, grocer or whoever that's buying the supplies or the materials from the truckers or Trump from the companies have to pay them more for it. So they have to charge more for it to make up that lost revenue. Do you see where I'm going with this? And then it's your turn to go to the store and buy some food. Why the fuck is it 25% more than it used to be? Well, because it was 25 more percent for us because it was 25 more percent for them because it was 25, 5, 25% more for them because the government made it 25% more expensive. That's why. That's literally why. It's, it's, it's that easy. It's that simple. <laughs> okay. Carry on. Don't get mad at me. Get mad at them. And people are. And that's why you're seeing the uh, revolts. And, and can you wonder that, you know, why 88% of Americans believe the country is on the wrong track? I wonder what the numbers would be in Canada if we could, if we could get a hold of those. And it's, 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 you know, it's the little things they do too. 
Canada's no, definitely no exception. Uh, but in this case, very much um, the Americans will know how we feel. We'll know how they feel about this. So as this massive, you know, time of artificial scarcity that we're living through, where everything has to cost way more than it used to, just 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 bad luck. Shucks. And uh, gas prices are are through the moon. Um, you know what the you know what the Ron Burgundy president did? He sent millions of barrels from the United States Emergency Oil Reserve abroad to other countries. And uh, like China, they literally sent oil to China so China could have it. Because there's because you know as they say there's not enough oil there's not enough gas you know because the war and everything so you have to pay more for it. What's all that over there? Isn't that ours? Didn't we already pay for this? Isn't that our gas over there? Isn't that our oil? Didn't we buy all that? That's the strategic reserve, isn't it? Yeah, that's the stockpile. That's ours. You bought it with our tax money. Sorry, I gave that to China. Yeah, sorry. Now, you're going to have to go ahead and pay $5 a gallon, okay? And uh, we're going to we have to charge you quite a bit more for driving because there's a carbon tax. So when you take your car and fill and then when you go to get your groceries, you're going to have to pay for that too, okay? And you know, and they did the same thing here. This is like in Canada when they when they destroyed the coal industry in Calgary and Alberta and um cut it by something like 200 million dollars. Then they took that 200 million dollars and invested it into coal mines in China. Like in the same month this happened. And all of this time, as like I said, this isn't this isn't um, the result of of some you know spectacular thing that um, you know broke the camel's back and made everybody angry. And <laughs> no, why that you know why are the Dutch at the you know the point that they're at now? Why why did everything happen in in January and in in February in Canada the way that it did? Why you know? It's not complicated. It's it's like think of it like a like a like a popsicle. <laughs> you take out and you start eating. Um, the popsicle itself is like the patience level and the ability to just. Endure indignity and and injustice and fuckery. You know what I mean? Just the fuckery of the world. Like the Julian Assange thing, for example. Anything that makes you go, yeah, I don't know about that. That's pretty fucking fucked. There's a limit. And and they just can't stop themselves. They go, they can't stop licking the popsicle. Except this, this in this weird metaphor, when they get to the end uh, and the popsicle's gone, the stick actually is poison. You flew too close to the sun. You put too many bricks in the bag. You shot too many holes in the boat. 
You stretch the elastic too far. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It was just one more fucking thing too much. And now everybody's losing their patience everywhere in the world at the same time. That sounds dangerous, you know, for somebody. Not me. I didn't do this. Did you guys do this? It wasn't you guys. Who did all this shit anyway? You know, I feel like whoever that is should be very uncomfortable right now. something in the meantime things are gonna get real crazy here i mean they're shooting at people right and that's why they why they doing that because they're frustrated and everybody's they're losing control it's gonna get bad i got another commercial here and i wanted to uh i wanted you know try and do them right you gotta do them justice you know you can't just when somebody trusts you to do their commercial you gotta take it a little bit seriously you know um I'm going to do this one in, uh, yeah, this one, <laughs> this one fits. It's more of a 90s one, but considering the content. This evening's episode is brought to you by Dan the Tannerite Man. Feds at the door, Dan stands on guard in Wish.com gear. For all those trigger-happy feds, Dan the Tannerite Man, your friend, Till the end. <laughs> this is the stupidest fucking show on the internet. <laughs> By far. It's so <laughs> What are they even doing? Buddy, I don't fucking know, and I'm the one in the chair, so why don't you just calm down and drink something? Fucking cops, Jesus. NYC bit uh, 212 says Tim's t- <laughs> Hang on. Apparently, we're t- apparently this is what we're doing now. We can't do the 90s again. What is this one? <laughs> I'm running out of What's this one? No. Blurs. Welcome. That's perfect. Okay. Tim's Taxidermy is, a sprout, is proud to sponsor tonight's show. Ask for the Tannerite special and mention Jeremy's name, and we'll memorialize your pooch in a pose that the ATF can't resist. And then we'll fill him to the brim with Tannerite.
Tim's Taxidermy. Home of the Tannerite Special. These commercials feel threatening. I mean, they feel like they go a little... F anyway, we're back to reality now. I think that's over. The Blue Charco says, See the video of the minister calling out the leader of Holland about his ties to Klaus Schwab? Yes, I did. He said he wasn't aware, but the minister had uh, let her... The minister had the letter the prime minister wrote responding to Klaus... Oh, of course. They're liars! And I do have it somewhere. What did I just do with that? I swear I had it a minute ago. What's it on? Environment. It is. No, this. no, you can't talk. I can't listen to her. I'm not ready for this yet. Yeah, this is from like a year ago. This guy called him out years ago about Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum, the book, the whole thing, and asking if he knows the guy, if he works. No, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't know anything about it. He totally did. He totally does. And it's all conspiracy theory. Why There's not going to be any of this happening. No, I wish you'd stop talking. This was never going to happen. All the things that are happening were never going to happen because that guy's crazy. And then when they happen, it doesn't matter because you're still crazy. I just realized I have some more extreme Mormons for later. Do you guys like extreme Mormons? I, I, so I didn't know. I was like, was this kid serious? And I said, I feel bad if he's like actually trying to do something cool and it's not just like high-level comedy. It is just high-level comedy. It is just some kids, I think, pretending to be Mormons. Or they or they really are Mormons, but they're fucking hilarious. They have, like, a really hilarious, self-aware sense of humor. So, there you can look forward to that. Uh, later. <laughs> oh, man. And, yeah, this is one of the last uh, Holland things I want to look at. Check. Oh, I don't have to go to the channel to get it. I mean, there's literally no food, man. This is a grocery store in Holland. Or in the Netherlands, Christ. There's nothing. It's empty. How long, how many days can you have empty grocery stores before people start going like, oh, I'm probably going to eat my neighbor. I'm going to eat. You're like you're deciding who in the neighborhood you're going to have to eat. When it becomes obvious there's no food and we're going to starve, you're like, shit. Well, I guess it's cannibalism. And you're like, who's on the street? Well, the, you know, the Robertsons are at the end of the, no, they're all, they're like 85 years old. We can't eat them. You don't, do you want to eat? I feel like eating old people would be like, you know, I don't think it would taste right. Would you eat like a, like a 58 year old cow? You know what I mean? Like it just something about it just seems off. Now you want to, you want to eat young, you want to eat people in their, in their, you know, twenties to twenties to 35, I think with the meat would be the best. So, in a cannibal situation, if you're outside of the 20 to 35 age range, you're probably okay. Because, um, you know, I mean, I don't like... Some people might eat, you know, teenagers and, and younger than that. Because veal is basically just baby animals. It's fucked. You know? I don't like it. I think it's fucked. And I wouldn't eat it. But somebody would. So, I guess, I guess no one is safe in a cannibal situation. Again, we're just trying to deal with the world you guys are creating out there. So, don't get mad at me talking about eating people i don't want to eat people i'm just saying it may come to that and we're gonna have to talk about it at the time <laughs> aren't we are we or would you just rather just just go into it blind not knowing who's gonna eat who right 
No one wants to. No one wants to be like that. You want to know if you're going to get eaten or not? At least give you a chance. Um, making gains says, "What amazing times! Guys like you with huge balls are going to lead the way to freedom." Oh, I don't. Not me. I will definitely cheerlead and commentate my way around. Uh, Norm Kelly says, "Do you think speaking English would be a good way to show solidarity with the Dutch?" I don't know what English is. I can't even speak English. So I can't, don't ask me to speak anything else. I can do, I can do fake languages real well, whatever you need. I can do fake nonsense, but I don't think that, I don't, I don't think the Dutch would, I don't think they would understand what that was. I don't think they would, I don't think they would feel helped or anything by that. They would just think I was insane and uh, they would be right to, they would be completely right to. Um, Making gains against this, Cali is going to ground 70,000 truckers after converting them to employees from contractors. Massive shortages to begin in mid-July, hang on tight. Yeah, man. It's And it's like one of those things that like, it, it's not going to happen tomorrow, but like the way the systems and stockpiles are being set up, it's like, but in six months to a year, we are going to be fucked. It's scary to think about. I mean, I'm talking empty grocery stores and all your fast food places, those are all closed. There's no food. There's gone. So unless you've saved some, you're just going to starve. That appears to be the trajectory that we're going in, and no one's talking about it. No one that should be talking about it, rather. No one in the state, no one in the media, no one. It's like, hey, have you noticed that all of the farms and food-producing factories, even fish farms, it's all just literally blowing up, catching fire, burning down, um, large, tr- you remember all those dead cows we had that one night too? And then the, the chick is like, this is not normal. This is, this is not normal. Clearly, right? Oh, but don't worry. The bug factories will still be online. So maybe we'll be able to, ha- we'll be able to eat the bugs. Maybe that's all there will be to eat. And like the, uh, like the vaccines, they'll force you, you know, it's like, oh, it was, you got to take your three helpings of bugs a day to be fully, you know, bug filled, bug filleted. <laughs> And if you don't, you got to fend for yourself. So you're literally living in the woods or something, trying to live off rabbits and fucking mushrooms and tree roots you find and hope you don't get poisoned and die. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I would have a stockpile of food if you can. Like six months worth would be a good start. A good start. Because six months provides you with, if there's no more food and there's no hope of anything coming anytime soon... You go, well, okay, but we've got six months to figure this out. That's enough time that you're not going to have a fucking panic attack and, and do something crazy. Because you're going to be like, I have six months before I'm really in trouble. So in that, mean, in the, that gives me time to think and plan and, and try to figure something out. If you have three days of food, you're going to panic and you're going to freak out and you're going to end up probably in a bad situation. So there's that. I'm just saying. I don't even have six months worth of food. I have a little, but not not six months worth. And it's spread all over the place. And it's, you know, I've got shit all over the fucking world right now. <laughs> all over the fucking country. But if we're all trying to do prepare in some kind of way, just in case, just in case things don't work out, just on the off chance, guys. And that's all I'm saying. On the off chance, in the in the one in a million, totally unlikely one in a billion, one in a trillion, really. I mean, it's really more likely the sun explodes and kills us all, but also in slow motion, so we, we suffer horribly. That's probably more likely than that the people running our countries and world right now are idiots and um, 
you know, or either intentionally or just by by incompetence, um, allowing our food supply to be threatened, and then um, because they're idiots and or incompetent and or you know doing it on purpose, um, the situation is going to take so long to remedy that it the damage is done, and we're gonna there's gonna be a significant period of time where we're not going to have enough food. We're just not, and it's going to be really bad because the damage isn't not being mitigated. No one's offsetting it. Like oh shit. All these farms burned down. It's like, oh, okay, but don't worry, but we bought all this extra food so we can balance it out. They're not doing anything. They're just letting it explode and burn to nothing. It's like watching somebody steal all your firewood and it's December. You're like, um, you should probably do something about that. You probably, you need that. And it's getting cold. Like you don't, you're not going to, you know, or, you know, all your winter food or something. You don't have time to grow new food. It's too late. If you don't, if that's gone, you're die. You're going to die. Anyway, that's that's why you don't ask questions because all he said was, "Do you think we should speak English?" Next thing I know is food starvation and everyone's gonna die. Oh no, wait, that was uh, that was making gains. I said that either one of you guys is responsible. It's never me. I, I'm not responsible for anything that happens here. <laughs> Fisher of Men says, "I'm convinced that a lot of what we're seeing is a weird uh, class warfare. The laptop class declaring war on people who wear boots and high vis vests, drive trucks and tractors, and smoke cigarettes. They don't realize who can starve who. That's another fair point. And um." I mean, when you think about it, like these people are, are eugenicists. Uh, Bill Gates is a eugenicist. So is his father. So is uh, Kissinger. So like a ton of people that are um, considered, you know, power players in the world. They're eugenicists and they think that population control is a good idea and we should probably have less people. How would you go if they went about doing it in such a way that the only people that survive are going to be the most resourceful, most, uh, you know, uh, productive people? Like, you know, farmers and, you know, little communities that spend for themselves and do all the work and do all the... If you're going to keep people around for the future, wouldn't you want them or would you want a bunch of useless, consuming, pointless drones that live in cities and do absolutely nothing but spend money, get fat, eat things, consume, complain, whine, and cause pollution? Which class of, you know, slave would you like to keep around for the future? Oh, and by the way, those same idiots I just talked to, they also have the the highest amount of uh, uptake of... of, uh, needles (laughs) needles <laughs> just saying if it were me <laughs> if I was evil I would do evil a certain kind of evil way I would do it my, do it my way I do it my evil I, it's my evil don't judge my evil don't judge your evil won't hold still says obelisk in Vigan city where's that was destroyed by lightning apparently what another one what a week. God's pissed. Yeah, that's odd. Vigan City. What is that? Where is that? I don't think I want to know. Because it wasn't Vatican City, was it? Was that, was that a typo? Because if a Vatican City obelisk was destroyed by lightning today, I'm just I'm going to reiterate what I said last time. I'm, not, I'm just saying I'm going to try and be good for a little while, just in case, because it might be the end of the world. <laughs> it's getting weird out there. Making gains says, when are you moving to BC? I am not going to move to BC, but I, I am planning to come visit this summer. Uh, we have a place for you. Thank you. I will. I'm not going to bring Philip because it won't. It'll be your place when you give it to him, but when you, when you get it back, it'll never be yours again, and you're not going to want it, honestly. Um, Senior Bean says, Abe assassinated. Mass shootings. Georgia Stone's blown up. UK leadership in shambles. POTUS has dementia, WF trying to starve us, political prisoners in Canada. I'm going back to Spanchelon. 
Yeah, Spatulon just plays hockey all the time, pretty much, and flips pancakes and bur- yeah, they they're just partiers over there. That's why that's why the Spatulon symbol and the, the the seat of their power, the Spatula. That's why it had a beer opener on at that time, because they're like always whatever they're doing, they're always having some beers. They're playing hockey or they're, you know, flipping pancakes and they're just being spatula people and they really don't give a fuck. So they don't get involved. I don't blame you. I'd go back there too. Anderson Paladin says, I found a a bigoted haiku. Foul winds carried it. From the east it traveled far. The smell of the... You thought you were going to get me, didn't you? You thought you thought you were going to get me to say it. <clears throat> Sergeant Rock says, holy fucking shit. Sorry, crew, for being MIA, but I watched one too many PM videos telling us about the pandemic, and I put my fist through my laptop screen. <laughs> but I did watch the top lane arrive in Ottawa. Sergeant Rock, welcome back. I'm, I'm... Welcome back, sir. And you, you got to, uh, you were there in Ottawa when, when he showed up. That's great, man. What a great experience. Good for you. Cinnamon Julian is back and says, how hungry would you need to be to This is a coping mechanism now. Do you see what you've driven me to? What are you, what are you doing to me? What are you, what are you trying to do with this stream, man? This is so, this is fucked up, you guys. Buzzy00 says, page out of Gulag Archipelago. Yep. Yeah, the whole starvation thing. They're a big fan of that. The commies love to starve people. It's like their, it's like their go-to move, actually. And we seem to have a global uh, commie government, so global starvation time, I guess. Senior Bean says, if we're going the cannibal route, I call dibs on, oh. <laughs> Anyway, he says, do not mix Phil's blood and original innocent gun. No, never do that. Never do that. You don't mix Phil's, Philip's blood with anything. That is a terrible mistake. Scar Diddley on Rumble says, when you show normies all this info, especially in the last six months of all this craziness. I don't believe conspiracy theories, bro. I know. They don't. Um, they think any. They, they've been conditioned. So this is why people do this. They say that, uh, you know, I, I don't believe in conspiracy theories. And as in a reaction to something that you can prove, like, no, this is in the news. This is a real thing that's happening. Because over the last, um, at least in my life, conspiracy theories, you know, in quotes, um, were always bad. They were always about something really awful, which kind of, you know, created the, the idea that these people just think everything is bad and awful. Or alludes to a darker reality in which the people that run and control the world are really bad people. That's a fact. That is just how it is. And that's scary for some people and they can't handle that and they don't want to they don't want to think about it. So now it's gotten to the point where because anything that was true about who these people are, what they're doing, you know, how it's going, it was always bad news. It's not like, "Hey guys, here's a conspiracy theory about how we're all going to be rich next year." They're just hiding it from us, but there's always, you know what I mean? There's never a good conspiracy. It's always like something awful has happened and they're hiding it. So and even things that everyone know to be true can be turned into conspiracy theories, like the immune system. You remember the immune system? We always used to know that that existed and that was a thing that we had. And 
And, uh, you know, that, that was, that was great. That was turned into a conspiracy theory in my lifetime. And now it's like, it's not enough. You need, nope. You got to get all these injections. <laughs> Natural immunity doesn't even exist in some cases. The flu took a whole year off in Nova Scotia. Remember that? That's a con- now I'm a conspiracy theorist for pointing out. So what happened was they took this this idea of to to smear an idea or a person or or a evidence or something and called it conspiracy theory. So over the years, people have been psychologically trained to uh, when they when they hear something that they don't like and is scary or bad or negative and about especially the government or something like that's going on it it that means the bad negative feeling input means it's conspiracy theory they're incapable of suffering anything they can't uh they can't be uncomfortable they can't be um you know made asked to sacrifice anything they, they can't do it they're they're very very weak people so they've now uh when it, when in, in encountering information that is not good. Um, like say, hey, we may have a serious food problem in the future. Look at all of the food. They don't like that. That sounds scary. That sounds fucked up. Why would the government do such a thing? It must be a conspiracy theory. They're trained. They're trained clapping seals. And there's nothing you can do for them. It's just, you know, they don't want to see it. They don't want to see it. What can you do about it? Just worry about uh, the people you can help, I guess. It's like first aid, right? It's like, uh, you know, doing triage on a battlefield. It's like some people are just wrote off. You know, they're they're fucked up in the casualty collection point, but it's like he's missing three limbs and bleeding arterially from three. Like, the guy's fucked, man. He's full of holes. He's on fire. Like, she's fine. And, and you've got 30 people to look after, and that's one of them. It's like at some point you have to go, that one's beyond saving, and I'm wasting the time I waste trying to save this guy is because I can't save him. He's almost for sure going to fucking die. So if I sit here for an hour trying to help this guy, maybe three other people die from things I easily could have prevented, like a tourniquet or something, or a, or a, a, a tension pneumothorax or something like that, where they stick the needle in your fucking chest to let the air out of the, like a gunshot wound. Like I could have f- f- fucking saved four people, but I didn't because I worked on this guy. So you, so you go, not worth it. Not worth the effort. There's other people I can help. And I can't help him, so I'm not going to waste any time. That's how I. That's how I do it. I triage people. I think if that one's beyond saving, then don't waste your time. Don't waste your time and your energy that you could be using on something more productive that could, um, you know, help you, help your friends, help your family. Don't don't waste your time on people that are want to, you know, just absolutely. <laughs> and, and they're just going to fight with you anyway, right? So just say what you got to say and leave, and and leave it, leave it at that because it's otherwise it's a waste of your it's a waste of everybody's time. Um. Anastasia411 says, I guess all of you are with Bell. I'm with Talus. Uh, only reason uh, I'm on a hotspot. Only reason I'm on is a hotspot I use for work. Oh, look at you stealing the internet. Uh, Just Matt says, good for you for shedding light on such dark places. Well, thank you. <laughs> it is. It, I don't like thinking about it either, man, but it, we got to, right? Uh, Sergeant Barris is just saying thanks. Thank you, man. And Pilot Mike says, much love to all you sane people. The Diagonal Air Force will be patrolling the skies near Winnipeg. Be looking for Greg Arcade's house. <laughs> Pilot Mike's going to Winnipeg. Um, nice. Says, Cheers to you. Uh, the show's legendary. Oh, thanks, man. I'm, I'm glad you enjoy it. I'm glad anybody does. Because otherwise I would just be a fucking crazy guy yelling at no one on the internet. Who wants to do that? Imagine being someone who's just on the internet like for years and just constantly about whatever and no one has li- there no one cares <laughs> like literally no one 
You know, like people with Twitter accounts with no followers for, you know, 10 years and shit like that. And, and they're just on there all day. Yeah. You're like, man, that's, that's probably as low as you can possibly go. That's probably, that's probably, you know, that's dangerous. That's dangerous mental territory to delve into if you're one of those people. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Um, so this is uh, worth talking about, I guess. <laughs> This guy uh, in gun-free Japan was assassinated by gun violence, <laughs> homemade shotgun. The former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe was uh, shot dead during a speech in the middle of the day, just blew him away. This guy was president of Japan for like 15 years or something, Ten, a long time, like a long time. I thought he was still a president until recently. I was like, oh, right, I guess they do have a different president, don't they? And he's dead now. I think he was buddies with Trump, wasn't he? It says, here is uh, the President of the United States' full statement. I'm stunned, outraged, and... <laughs> I'm the President, I pooped my pants. No, I'm not reading anything he says. Who cares? Uh, pronounced dead after an assassin with a homemade shotgun fired several shots from behind. I think it was two. Hitting him in the left chest region. It's on tape. And Look away. <laughs> Didn't get him with the first one. That did it. Just like that. But Japan banned guns. Isn't it crazy? It's like I always say, isn't it? If someone wants you to fucking die bad enough, they will find a way to kill your ass. That's all it is. You're not doing anything. We're going to ban guns. Go ahead. Ban them. You're not. They're not going to just magically disappear tomorrow. Ugh. Whatever. Oh, and there's 3D printers and everything, by the way. So this this idea of disarming, like, assholes. Let me tell you something right now. This, this isn't the 1920s. This isn't even the 1950s or 60s, dickface. This is, like, tw- this is the future. And you proliferated so many... We- there are so many weapons in North America right now. It is fucking ridiculous. I mean, people have been buying M16s for like 30 years now. You know what I mean? Like 40 years. M14s, M- old World War II uh, semi-automatic rifles. There's fucking machine guns floating. A lot of them, man. A ton. Mach- actual machine guns. Tons of them. Submachine guns. Every manner of handgun you could want in the world. All, huge sniper rifles, anti-tank rifles. There's rocket launchers out there. There are so many weapons in North America. It's fucking insane. On top of that, even if you somehow is like, well, we've collected them all, and now there's nothing the peasants can do. There's shit in people's houses called 3D printers, and they can just make an MP5. Anyone can just do that. And now they only need some bullets. Which, again, quite a bit of that flying around, too. So this this idea that you're going to, like, we're just going to disarm the people... And then, and then, they're, then you're gonna be fucked. And then there's nothing they can do because it's, they think it's like the 1920 Soviet Union, and they can just go house to house, you know, kulak to kulak, and just take everything, and then be like, reasonably sure we got it all. Like, what are they gonna do about it? This is a real video. This guy, this guy, 3D printed an MP5. Ugh. 
You call that an MP5? A German oh, guy. Das ist ein <laughs> you Americans are very funny, huh? Oh, you 3D printed that? <laughs> no. no way. I'm a developer at HK. I don't think this is okay. Look at this. The way you massacred my boy. This looks a little chunky, huh? Isn't this already patented or something? Yeah. I don't know if you're allowed to do this. You're messing with German. Oh. My dick just moved. Did anybody else's? I think we Is that gay? Are we gay? Listen, I didn't come all this way for you to just be gentle with me, alright? I need you to slap me hard. I need to go into battery, alright? Give it to me. Don't hold back. He's having sex with this gun. HK Do you mean to tell me that you made this in your living room with just a 3D printer? Stop it. Yeah. Oh, I still don't quite understand. You mean you just squirted it? What? I squirted it, yeah, I squirted it out of the 3D printer with plastic <laughs> in my living room, yeah. I'm scared. This could mean anyone could 3D print it into a living room. I think that's the point, yeah. But it's very scary. That's well, scary. sometimes the world is a scary place. Oh, no. Slap it with your left. <laughs> slap it with your right. Slap it in the day and slap it in the night. Slap it like you mean it. Slap it like a god. I slap it when I see it. It always gets me hard. Listen, I didn't come all this way for you to just be gentle with me, alright? I need you to slap me hard. I need to go into battery, alright? Give it to me. Don't hold back. Do the HK That is hilarious. Voice of Reason tweeted that on, uh, put that on Twitter earlier. He said, this might be the best thing I've seen all, all year so far. Hilarious. The HK slap, the famous, you know, the, the heckler and co- uh, coach, coke, co- you, know, you can pronounce whatever the fuck you want. Infamous, uh, famous, legendary submachine gun. And he had to fucking, you got to slap that fucking bolt forward once you load the mag and it fucking, it's just a fun thing. On the, every, everyone loves doing it. They just love doing it. It's just fun to do. And he did it every possible way. He was like kicking it and hitting it with stuff <laughs> upside down backwards in that fucking video. You mean you just printed this in your house? Yeah, I did. But anyone can do it. Yeah, that's the point. It's a HK slap. Slap, slap, slap. <laughs> I'm going into battle, yeah. I want you to slap me hard. Slap me harder. Slap me like you own me. <laughs> that's how the HK talks. And you know what? I don't think any of us, any of us in the, mil- the military guys know. They're like, yeah, that, that probably is how it talks. That would be how it would talk. And you'd be like, that's disturbing. And it doesn't throw me off the gun at all. Not even for a second. It's that good. It's allowed to. You know what I mean? It's allowed to say those things to me like that. And like, if you were anyone else, if you were a fucking, I don't know. If you were a fucking, yeah, if you were an M16, you wouldn't get away with that shit. No, you're fucking, you're garbage. You're a shitty, you know. An FN, maybe, but I don't think so. But the MP5 can get away with it. 
Because it's... This, is, this, this bit has gone on way too long. <laughs> Scar Diddley says, Lots of people think they will never get cancer, but a lot of people think they will win the lotto. Yeah, it's the, wish, the wishful thinking, right? They want everything to be cotton candy and chocolate cake and unicorns and high fives and roses all the time. And they can't handle anything else. Cinnamon Julian says, I just send you horrifying messages because I love the redacted screens, but also because I... I'm not reading the rest of it. I'm not encouraging this behavior. I won't do it, Julian. You can't do this. Serto says, that's administrative results who 3D print stuff. His channel is fucking cool. There you go. Administrative results. Interesting. Uh, Martin Roberts says, no, bro. Uh, nah, bro. That print shoots repeats. <laughs> I love his videos. What's going on? People are yelling about brother. What's happening? In the What's going on in the chat there? Is there like a ton of women having a fight? All I see is female names. So that's not good. When the only people talking are the women, you're like, oh, well, who's fighting? What happened? Who said who, you know, looks nice, but did it in a passive aggressive condescending way? What a fucking bitch. You know what they're like, right? <laughs> who's doing it? Who started it? Look at just... <laughs> It was Jarna. It was. I know it would be. You started it, didn't you? She is like that. She's feisty. She just fights people. You know, just feed her the boog Barbie too. Just give them the food and let, and you know make sure they're they've they've got food to eat so they don't get hangry and kill you. And just send you know enough booze their way that they just kind of. If you leave them alone too long, they start getting like itchy. Like they get something. They gotta hurt something. I don't know. They just get weird. <laughs> and, and keep them entertained. <laughs> they're thirsty. They say, "Oh God, this isn't good." I'm just gonna block that part of the screen out for a while. This is very distracting. Um, Serto says, never mind, Martyr was right, my bad. Well, there you go. There you go. That print shoots repeats. I love his channel. They're extremely excited by the video. See, the, see that's what's different about the Diagalon women. They got really into that. I mean, not to be gross or anything, but some of the stools here in the audience are going to need to be wiped down before the next show, if you know what I'm saying. You know, you know what I mean? Whoever's job that is, some of them are going to have to be, you know, they really liked the video is what I'm saying. They really, really liked it. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I fucking get notices in my Gmail and it's like, uh, yeah, we've, we've age restricted your, your video. And I'm like, that's fair. I don't even, I'm not even going <laughs> to, it's like 18 plus. I'm like, yeah, probably. It says not made for children right in the thing. There's a box there that says you gotta check the box if it's not for children. And I go, definitely not for children. And then they email me anyway. We're like, it's really not for children. I'm like, yeah, I know, man. I know. That's why I chugged the box. And they're like, we went for like normal people. You're doing some fucking, what are you talking about over there? Is this even legal? Can we legally have this on YouTube? I don't even know anymore. We're probably pushing the line. Yeah, it's, it probably is Gary's job. John is right. Get, get the mop, Gary. <laughs> Boog Barbie says it's his dream gig. <laughs> you guys are fucked. I can't wait to play Factor Fairy Tale later. Oh my God. This is a perverted chat. God, I'm... 
I gotta hold, I gotta shut up. And Morgan's gonna hear it, and then she's gonna get in there, and it's gonna get real crazy. Then. <laughs> I'm telling you, boys, the dag chicks don't give a fuck. <laughs> they don't. It's awesome. Yeah. Scar Daily says that German MP5 video has got me in the mood. See, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's not forget that Slavic lives matter. And they they absolutely do. We can't ever forget that. That might be something we need to just keep up on every once in a while, just so we don't, uh, just so we don't forget. <laughs> yeah, I might have just just keep that ready. I mean, you know, you can stand with Ukraine all you want, but I, I stand with Adidas. Paris, Bodies, culture, police, meeting, fox, bring Vladimir is getting better, Slavic lives matter. Bodies, culture, police, meeting, fox, bring Vladimir is getting better, Slavic lives matter. Bodies, culture, police, meeting, fox, bring Vladimir is getting better, Slavic lives matter. Bodies, culture, police, meeting, fox, bring Vladimir is getting better, Slavic lives matter. You need it. You gotta keep it in your life. Fox, bring Vladimir is getting better, Slavic lives matter. Bodies, culture, police, culture, police. Just make sure you don't forget. Just to, that that exists. That Slavic lives matter. And Russian hard base. Russian hard base is good. It's a good channel. You go there and you listen. You don't listen. Well, then we come to your house and we hurt you. Squatting Slav does need to make a comeback. Heels to the floor. See, everybody understands. They all know what to do. They're all just already squatting in tracksuits. Adidas tracksuits. There's people wearing sunglasses for no reason. Um, there's a lot of like four on one fights for something. They're just jumping people like in like wolves. Everyone's driving a jalopy, you know, it's different, but you know, it's theirs and, and we like them. So, you know, Martin Robinson says, I'm too drunk for you to switch cameras that fast. I know that probably, that probably did some damage. Who else is doing some damage? Yeah. The, anyway, I was talking about something and I want to, I want to, you know, I wanted to drink that. So they kill the prime minister of Japan, the, pre- the former president of Japan, rather. No, that's the one that, that was a different angle. I don't think I need to get him shot a, a third time. <laughs> um, pretty crazy. The guy was allegedly frustrated with the uh, former president, apparently. That's the, that's the story they're going with. Okay. He was frustrated. Now, what's interesting is because... Uh, old Shinzo was kind of, he was kind of based. He was kind of, um, you know, one of our guys. You know what I mean? He, 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 made, he, he was sane, essentially. Uh, he wasn't a complete maniac. And, um, of course, because of that, they uh, denigrated him as a divisive arch conservative and then changed the headline after Twitter backlash. And they, he wasn't, they weren't the only ones to say stuff like this, by the way. Um, they called him a divisive arch-conservative and an ultra-nationalist. I don't know what an ultra-nationalist is. I think that's when you're a nationalist, but you also can, like, uh, um, maybe, like, lay eggs that birth other ass. I, I don't know. You've got some kind of ability now that normal people don't have. Maybe you can... Um... Maybe you can like get, a f- get if you get five ultra nationalists together, they can join together their power rings, and then they can like form a giant like mech warrior, you know, 
it's like <laughs> that's the nightmares that's the antifa nightmares they all thought the rings call all come in <laughs> it's like the power rangers except except it's you know it's morphin time it's like Nazis, racism, KKK, Turner Diaries. <laughs> and they'll have their cut. Working together to fight evil. Stop Rita and all her menacing monsters. Making sure we're killing all the minorities. We're the neo-Nazis! And then they and then they get some he's got this ancient SS dagger now. But they're gonna fucking combine into this thing and become a super Nazi power. They've all got their own super vehicles that the Fuhrer built for them. Of course. That's what's hiding in Antarctica, Antifa. And they're gonna And then they're going to form a giant Hitler robot that's going to destroy the world. This is what ultra-nationalism is capable of, you guys. Super weapons. And weird Japanese people in costumes. Yeah. So, you know, we got to keep the ultra-nationalist stuff under control, obviously. Because now I'm kind of worried about it. That seems really, uh, really off the top. <laughs> so stu- Axis Power Rangers Fairy, yes, here we go. Here we go. And they've all they formed some kind of giant. It's like the Italians, the Japanese, the Germans, the fucking Bulgarians, maybe. The Roman who else? The Finns were in there for a little while till they got flipped, you know? And they <laughs> Oh, that would be fun. Axis Power Rangers, that's funny. Anyway, what were we doing? Um, I had a point to, to all of that. All right, the the yeah. So they're uh, he's an ultra nationalist. So he's obviously. Co- I, I'm trying to just trying to illustrate how bad that really is. It's t- it's certainly not like a cartoonish. You can't make fun of a word like ultra nationalist because that's just it's just too serious, right? I mean, we all we all know how serious that that is. It's not just made up to make somebody sound a certain way, and, and it doesn't really mean anything. Because that would be that would be really irresponsible and stupid, wouldn't it? Um, but it doesn't end there. Um, they, they changed the original tweet after the backlash and uh, took another swing at it. They says um, the former prime minister an ultra nationalist after he was a divisive arch conservative. So they want to paint him in a very negative light. And then this guy says, "If you're vaguely right wing, the press will just cycle through euphemisms for Nazi when you die." That's exactly what I'm saying. Uh, but I guess worse than that. They don't just view everybody that isn't of the woke, radical, left, communist, neo-communist thought machine as an enemy, as a problem, as someone to be denigrated, and even in death, even to be shot in the street, even someone who's been the president of a country as, as old and storied and cultured and powerful as Japan, the president of fucking Japan is not some guy. It's Japan. 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 Have you heard of Japan. Everyone in the world has heard of Japan. Like, this is how you know it matters. Everyone in the world knows about Japan 
not every everyone in the world knows about like you know Eritrea <laughs> right little kids in Japan aren't going like wow what happened in Eritrea today then no one cares like there's a lot of countries that no one gives a fuck about because they don't matter really like they're tiny all over the world like little tiny there's a, like Liechtenstein like who's the fuck cares about Liechtenstein like none of these you know it's just they're not really playing you know Japan is a pretty big deal. And uh, the president, the former president, was just blown the fuck away in public. And they immediately are like, oh, well, he was a piece of shit, though, so it's okay. He's allowed to. It's okay. We can get, we can, we can get rid of them. And um, more than that, actually, now we're going to just try and basically we're, we're working our way up to um, just getting rid of all you people. Just killing all you, really, if we can. Uh, that's the ultimate goal is just to get rid of all of you because um, where's the end? Where, where does it end? Where, where does the thirst for power end? Which they've, they've clearly embarked on. They very clearly, very obviously embarked on a quest for power and control and are using every possible avenue they can to uh, achieve that and expand that. And, and going so far as with all this pandemic nonsense, I mean, they're really going for it now. They're really going for it. So what stays ago? Okay, that's enough all the concessions they've gotten and they're more miserable than ever. They're more demanding than ever. they have more power, more influence, more money, but they, they have more of all the things that they want than they've ever had in their lives. And they seem more desperate to get more than ever before. I don't see anyone like, you know what? That's enough. Let's just pack it in. No. They're, they're, the outrage continues. It increases. They get worse. There's more causes and more fascism and more Nazis and it just more it just keeps growing and growing and growing. So why would they stop at you know just calling people names? Maybe we're we're just gonna outlaw you. The things you say are gonna be made illegal. If you don't do that, we're gonna put you in jail. Oh, and by the way, we want to disarm all of you too, specifically because of the way you think. So in 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 Germany, uh, the left wing minister there wants to confiscate the any weapons, guns owned by members of the right wing. Uh, party AFD alternative for Deutschland basically the PPC of, of Germany and um, they're like they call them right-wing extremists and just by virtue of being member of this party not because they've committed any crime not because they've done anything illegal or or, or uh, threatened to just by the very uh, virtue of the fact that they belong to the wrong kind of political party they should be disarmed by and by who and who is suggesting this their political opponents i'm just gonna i don't know who needs to hear this or if this needs to be pointed out i'm just gonna say that if you're in, in a fight of some kind and um both you and the person you're fighting are holding weapons and the person that's trying to fight you says give me yours while holding his that is a that is a an extremely bad idea because now you're completely at, at their mercy, aren't you? I mean, they can... You've got a gun and they've got a gun and they say, give me your gun. And then they take your gun and they have both guns now. That's what gun control is. You understand? That's what, that's what this is. It's not ban all guns for everyone and then guns don't, no longer exist. That is not what it means. It means I'll have all the guns and you'll have none. And if you fuck around, I mean, I've got all the guns. What are you going to do to me? What are you, what the fuck could you possibly do? This is the most obvious, um, 
transparently obvious attempt at you know disarm. I mean, it's it's blatantly obvious. You know who these people are, what they're like. They he just said it last week or a few days ago. The prime minister, uh, oh, we're, you know, oh, he slipped up. He meant you know restrictions. That's what it was. When he when he said banning, he meant something else. It, well, he wasn't it wasn't a clue as to where his real intentions lie and what the ultimate goals are. You know, d- uh, d- d- deliberate disarmament, confiscation, and neutering of the entire public. That's that's not what it is. He's trying to keep you safe, and they're trying to keep you safe, and that's why they do these things. They're not they're not trying to weaken their existential enemies. Uh, this guy, of uh, interior minister of the German state, Meyer, who belongs to the Social Democrat Party, has tasked his employees with establishing a working group on, quote, weapons and extremists to move forward on the issue. The move would ostensibly target right-wing extremists, but that list includes AFD members, over 30,000 Germans, who would have appropriate revocation procedures initiated against them under the plan. AFD members who are hunters or marksmen and legally own guns would have them confiscated by the state, with Meyer citing the reason that the AFD in Thuringia is proven to be right-wing extremists. Doesn't this sound familiar? It's not a local thing. This isn't a Canadian problem. This is why you can't run away, guys. This isn't an American problem. This isn't a Canadian problem. This isn't a, it, it is everywhere in the world that people trade money. AFD members are already subject to draconian surveillance measures after Germany's top court designated them a potential threat to democracy. Their political leaders are also constantly the target of violent attacks, assassination attempts by members of Antifa. The link here to what? There was one guy who was almost... Was he killed? He was hit over the head with a brick or shot? Like... Ironically, the government's own data shows that AFD members and politicians are the most attacked party in the country writes John Cody, yet there has never been a case of any member protecting themselves with a firearm despite a number of serious assaults. Sound familiar? AFD state spokesman Stefan Moeller reacted to the gun confiscation plan by accusing Meyer of abusing gun laws as a substitute criminal law against law-abiding hunters and marksmen in the AFD. Also sounding very familiar, as we highlighted earlier this year, the German Federal Minister of the Interior uh, said children in kindergarten should be taught about the dangers of right-wing extremism. But she didn't mention left-wing extremism or radical Islam. Isn't this sounding familiar? It's almost like, is it, is it just so crazy, right? So, like, so we're so far apart. I mean, it's Germany. It's the other side of the world. It's in Europe. Doesn't even speak the same languages. I mean, a lot of them speak English because they're smarter than us. But I mean, and they are sending, you know, hate education uh, into their schools to tell them to talk to the children about right wing extremism. And they want to disarm all their political opponents. And they are obsessed with, uh, you know, common sense gun control and all of this kind of thing and calling everyone extremists and so on. Isn't that weird? Oh, and in Japan, too. And in Japan, that guy, yeah, he was also a far-right, right-right supremacist. So there is just a Nazi problem in just the whole world, is it? Everywhere in the world, there's just Nazis. There's just everywhere in the United Kingdom, in Australia, in France, and in Italy. And it's just everywhere. They're just all Nazis, I guess. Or maybe it's just people that are tired of your fucking shit. 
and you're using this ridiculous boogeyman of the past. They've been dead for a hundred fucking years. No one cares anymore. The Nazis, shut the fuck up. The Nazis. Uh, is Martin Borman going to get you? He's been dead since like 1945. <laughs> Ooh. Everyone's an extremist that disagrees. Everyone that has a different political opinion, everyone that doesn't want to live the way that you want to force people to live, by the way, Mr. Not a Nazi, we're just going to force everyone to live the way that we decide. Everyone that has problems with that is a, is a far-right, white supremacist, extremist, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they need to be disarmed because they're, they're, there's something wrong with them and you know, they're dangerous. And why would they think this? Because no one's really causing any problems, are they? What they say in the NRA and stuff is like, if we were a problem, you'd know it. There's a lot of us. Same in Canada. There's like phew, millions of gun owners. I think there's like 16 or 18 million guns in this country. Like, Why do you want to disarm those people so bad? Are you planning to do something to them that they would shoot you for doing? They're not hurting anybody. So why, why are you so... Uh, I just don't know why you're so fired up to do that. Seems weird. Seems like you got a, an axe to grind or something. Problem is, <laughs> the further you go down this path of crazy, uh, the more people notice, and the more people are noticing now than ever. Um, it, it, it's it's more organized than ever. It's more networked. It's more well funded. It's more organized. Um, our side is getting stronger, and you and theirs is getting weaker every day. That's the trend. That is the actual trend. And. Um, it was looking bad there for a while, but the last couple of years has really, you know why? Because they went too far. They licked too much of the popsicle, man. They took too many cookies out of the cookie jar. <laughs> People only put up with so much. And they expose themselves and show their hand to you when they are forced to show you their, their true character, force a tyrant to act like one. When confronted with truck drivers in Ottawa and bouncy castles and children and face painting and uh, the most beautiful display of national unity and community and culture and you know Canadian pride that I've ever seen in my entire life. When they can, were confronted with that, they chose to use force to destroy it and punish everyone that, in, everyone that was anyone that had anything to do with it. And, and treated it like an attack on themselves. Why? Because they're guilty and they know they're guilty. They didn't act confused. They didn't act, you know, like, wait, wait, wait I don't understand. Because they're so popular, right? They're so popular. Everyone loves them. And how did this happen? This came out of nowhere. This is crazy. What's the misunderstanding, guys? Maybe we should go out there and, and have some words and figure out what this is. Let, let's talk about this. What happened? It's not what happened. They immediately shifted into defensive mode and just everything in their power to destroy you because they're guilty. And they know it. And they saw a ton of people getting tired of their shit. So that's how they treated it. And now in, in, in Holland, you've got the same thing happening. And they're shooting at people and unarmed people and tractors. 
why they why they shoot and why are they there in the first place because they're like can you not take my livelihood and my life and my family uh birthright and my entire existence away from me please could you please not do that no bang bang <laughs> bro I don't know where you I don't know where these people went to like people management school and how to like you know leadership or anything but um you're doing it wrong if you were trying to make people freak out and kill you I don't know what you could be doing any better than you're already doing and 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 then on top of as bad as everything's gotten of the last, not just two years, but decades, but the last years entirely, specifically, out of all of that, now on top of that, you're like, hey, let's tax them so much and fuck them up so much that they can't eat anymore. Oh, yeah, that's going to go real well. Why not Captain Bigot and the Bigoteers? Yeah, there you go. That's the Power Rangers now. Martin Roberts says, Can you just run uh, for the UCP leadership like Solretti and put Alberta into an independent super state? That would be an ultra-nationalist thing to do, wouldn't it? Maybe someday. <laughs> Could you imagine? Holy shit. Sergeant Rock says, I must say the new Diagonal Studios are looking awesome. I'm sure all the uh, PM's paid-off media is crying as we leave them in the dust. Oh yeah, anti-hate, I hate a PM, but that is an anti-Canadian, that's right. Scar Diddley says, that'll never happen, bro! Exactly. That's an old one. That'll never happen, bro. That'll never happen, bro. Bad things will never happen, bro. Yeah, no, there'll never be a lockdown. There'll never be a vaccine passport, bro. Rabbit hole, dude. <laughs> Scar Diddley again says, we aren't stuck in here with them. They're stuck in here with us. When and if uh, things come to fruition, where are they going to go? Are they all Dr. Evil shooting themselves into space? I'm not sure, man. I don't know what the plan. I just it is it arrogant. I don't know. I can you can only ever know so much as one person. You know what I mean? You can't and and you're and this movie not not directly involved. Like you'd have to be one of these people literally running the world to even really have an idea of what's going on. And even then, we've always kind of. Because we've always been playing catch up. And here here's here's why it's different, guys. We've always been playing catch up for decades and decades. We, they would do something and then we and then people would try and figure out what the hell was happening. They were they were ahead. They were steps ahead. 
right up until 9-11, same thing. You're always way behind. Like, what the fuck? You know, blindsided by crazy shit. And the, but, not by, but not everybody. Some people were, were able to see what was going on. And that group of people keeps getting bigger and bigger because once you see, it's like a puzzle. Um, I was talking about this with Eddie the other day. It's like a puzzle. Once you get the corners of the puzzle, like, a, you know what I mean? Like a big, put it on your you know, living room table, whatever. Once you get the corners in there, you can kind of start to flesh it out and things start to make a little more sense. And, there, and there's more and more people now. And it's gotten to the point where a lot of people can basically predict the future. Because it's so obvious what they're doing and what they're like and what they think and what they care about. And, you know, it's like, it's, it, duh, we know, we've seen this one before. And now the people are preempting them. There was no way, like, they, they didn't, oh, it was all, it was part of the plan, man. Like, the trucker convoy was not the bad guys. That wasn't supposed to happen. That was not in the script. Do you know why? Do you know how that's for sure true? The way that they acted. They fucking came down so hard. Like, for, for as far as Canada's concerned, I mean, not like this isn't, you know, um, Cambodia where they just would have shot everybody or something. Like, for a, a first world Western nation, for, for to what the Canadian government did was so egregious and crazy, it's shocking. I mean, they sent in, they, I mean, you saw what happened. They beat the shit out of people. They were trampling on the horses. They were doing then, 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 then they were freezing bank accounts and ruining people's lives over twenty dollar donations. Like totally over the top. They never apologize. They don't care. They fucking hate you. That was a temper tantrum of how dare you not do what you're told. And it was vindictive. They're not trying to find a resolution. That's again. Th that's who these people are. They show themselves every day. They're not looking to be your friend. They don't want to understand you. They don't want to figure out a way forward together. They say they do, but they don't. They don't want to have unity. They say they do, but they don't. They hate you and they want you gone. And they think it's funny. And they're like, "Give us your guns, also, by the way. We promise we're not going to kill you. We just fucking hate you. We just hate you so much that we won't even listen to you. We won't even tolerate your very existence. And if any of you, even so much as get out of line, complain at all, we will fucking smash you with a hammer." Oh yeah. Oh no, they're good people, guys. We have political prisoners in Canada right now. But before that, I just want you to remember that th this wasn't part of, that's how you know it wasn't part of the plan. They wouldn't have reacted that way if they were expecting that and had prepared for that. They were not prepared for that. That was a scramble. They had to pull cops from all over the country. Tons of cops refused to go. But lots agreed to go, didn't they? Some of the, some of the departments were outright like, not a fucking chance, not going. Or did the first week. And we're like, I'm not coming back to this. This is a waste of my time. This is no, we're not doing that. I'm not. I'm not getting involved in whatever the fuck you got planned. That's that's just a bunch of cool people minding their own business. Some police departments did that. That were there in the first few days, and then nah, we're out. <laughs> Have fun. Have fun with whatever it is you're planning. I'm not taking part of this. So they're probably not on on your side. So that's not good. And um, you know, they they still don't know what to do with it. Do you think they planned this? They planned for DAG. They, they, they launched an Emergency Measures Act and inducted martial law over a, over a pretend country that does over my imagination. And now they can't explain it. They have no explanation. What was the reason for the Emergency Act? Mr. Speaker, we did what we had to do to keep Canadians safe, and we will continue to keep Canadians safe as we struggle together, united in these difficult times. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. 
That didn't answer the question. Climate change is a very serious problem, Mr. Speaker. And if we don't work together to keep Canadians safe and continue to keeping them safe, we risk generating... Like, I, ah, it's so painful to listen to. They don't even answer questions anyway. But that happened. And they don't, have a, they don't have a plan. So now people are actually preempting them. And now you've got the same thing happening in Holland. Do you think... Or, the Netherlands. Why do we keep saying Holland? The Dutch. They didn't plan for that either. They don't know what to do. There's another crisis. The, Uni the United Kingdom's government imploding. There's another crisis. The Americans' government's hanging on by its teeth. The threat of it, like it's nothing. It's the least popular government since way, like even Nixon, less than Nixon. I think it's the least popular American government in the history of the country, which is pretty crazy considering they fought world wars and had massive depressions and so on. How long can that charade continue? Like, how long can they keep this going? This is like watching somebody tripping down. Like, they, they you know. <laughs> oh, you almost had it, guys. I just had this hilarious image. Like, oh, you were so close. Oh, you were doing so great, kid. And then you just blew it in the last minute there. The last minute there, you blew it. It's like someone doing this ridiculous, like, um like a uh, bike trick or something like a stunt bike and they do this crazy flip and you're like oh my god he's gonna pull it off like the world takeover no one's ever attempted this before it's actually gonna happen and then he makes the landing and you're like oh my god and then the, and then the speed wobble hits and they're like oh and you're like oh that's what it's like watching them right now uh oh are they gonna pull out of the speed wobble or are they gonna dump so hard into the side of that barrier that their fucking head comes off <laughs> that's what i'm watching right now what are you watching holland 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 is involved but the rest of the netherlands i don't know why my brain is doing this it's doing this to me on purpose phil's doing this to me on purpose he's going into my mind this is why you have to drink on the street you know why i do this because he can't manipulate your mind uh, contrary to popular belief at least this one anyway demons this guy, he can't manipulate your mind as easily if you're a little bit inebriated. But if you're totally blackout drunk, he can control you entirely. So there's a sweet spot. You got to be careful. You want to ride that perfect like four out of ten drunk and just stay there and you'll be okay. But if you go too high above that or if you're dead sober, he's got you. Don't you, you little fucking psycho. Yep. You got to watch that. If you could hear what he's saying, you'd, be, you'd, you'd throw up. You'd throw up so they're in a speed wobble they did this was not part of the plan man like all of this shit is coming apart like and then you've got and then you've got what are the russians doing <laughs> they're winning over there too they seem to be intentionally destroying the western civilization that seems to be going according to plan however the people that are supposed to be managing and overseeing this process are not doing a very good job of, uh, n you know, not drawing the murderous ire of the people that they govern. <laughs> and to the point that it's gotten really out of control. And I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical as to their ability to pull out of the speed wobble. And statistically, the speed wobble, <laughs> most times you don't pull out of it. Once you change, once you, once you, um, had so much momentum going one way and then it starts to go the other way 
it's like a train cresting a hill, right? And all that energy that it built to go up the hill, it, now it's going to come down the hill. And the further it goes down the hill, the faster it goes because the rest of the tail of the train is coming down with gravity and pushing it even faster than... Like, we're at the... Like, it really does seem like things are starting to go sideways. <laughs> what if... What if old what if old President Poopy Pants just dies tomorrow? Because he's like a hundred years old. He's like eighty two. He's so gone in the head. He's clearly got dementia. That could happen, right? Who who had who had President Biden outlives Shinzo Abe on their fucking bingo card? I who had that one? Come on, come on! How in the name of God? That guy's been dead for five years. He's just walking around like with the last few heartbeats are still getting pumping him through. He's like a dead body that still just refuses to just fall over. I can't believe it. I can't believe he's still going. <laughs> uh scroll on here. Senior Bean says I went to a friend's cottage, probably the last free land left in Canada. Uh, hay fever kicked in and started sneezing all over this majestic free land. Well, now it's got now it's got sneezes on it. It's good. It helps. It's good for bees and plants. And then he says, "Let's try this again." I was trying to explain uh, Diagonal.org to a new acquaintance. This that site is so much better than what my drunk ass was trying to explain. So yeah, well, I didn't even do it. Other you guys did that. You guys put that together. And thank you very much. Uh, correctly anticipating that we were about to be slandered and attacked uh, constantly. So it would be of benefit to have a one-stop shop website that's like, this is this should get you up to speed a little bit. Good move. Uh, Godzilla Unchained says, if you were unfortunately murdered by a circulant psychopath, uh, quote, beloved ultra-nationalist arch-conservative samurai prime minister would make a pretty based epithet for a uh, granite gravestone. It would. It would. I can't believe he's, uh, I can't believe he's still <laughs> the outlived Shinzo Abe. No! That's, they called it Abenomics because he had a whole like way to try and stop the fucking economic crisis and was doing his thing and they called it Abenomics or Abenomics. Like economics, it was nerdy. I've been on Zero Hedge a long time, all right? There's, it, it doesn't matter. Martin Roberts says, these rage casts are perfect things to get pissed drunk and lift weights to. Whoa, what? Lift, get drunk and lift weights? <laughs> that's not what you're supposed to do. Don't do that. That's, that's dangerous. Lift weights and get drunk later, but you get drunk all the time. You're gonna, you're not making gains then. You're just, you're just having a glorious life. That's what you're doing. Uh, Sergeant Rock says the Canadian government can't feel the speed wobble right now, but I'm sitting back at the beach having a beer and can't wait for the train wreck. These idiots have no idea what's heading their way. Uh, they, they can't have any idea because if they did, they wouldn't do the things that they're doing. But yet here we are. Scar Diddley says, but maybe it's an maybe an opportunity. Maybe even an opportunity. That's fucking bitch. I know we've just gone through the worst period in national history in, in you know, probably recent memory or generationally anyway. But maybe it was an opportunity. For you to make money? An opportunity for what? This sucks. <laughs> this Why has been, your oh, I don't want to hear it. No, I don't want to listen to her. I don't want to listen to her. What time is it? Okay, we got a factor ferry. We got to do that. Hmm. What else we got going on? We got two of the same tabs open. This, I suppose, is worth talking about. Um. Yeah, she ain't getting out of jail. Uh, Tamara, uh, Leach is back in jail. Uh, that's the right way to say her name because I've heard her say it. Leach. Tamara Leach, spelled L-I-C-H. 
for people. Some people spell it leech, like L-E-A-C-H, which is the right way to say it, but not the right way to spell it. And some people say lich and say it that way, but spell it, you know, L-E-A-C-H. Um, I've, I've never seen this much confusion over a woman's name in my life. Like this is, this is a heritage moment in itself. If anyone has the time, um, that a bunch of guys took basically an entire day to figure out how the fuck to say her name. That's a, that's a real life story. Like that was a whole, I should have said that dude. I can't wait to see this trucking for freedom documentary. Uh, I'm, they did such a good job on the first part and there's part two, part three. There's supposed to be six parts, part two and three are going to be out soon. Um, and that should have been part of it. I should have talked about that. But like, you know, it took like a, basically a whole day for most of the men to understand how to say her name. That went around the internet for like a whole few days. That was a whole f- period of time where we were all really like, how do you, how do you say it? No one, no one knew. And then she said it one day, like, hi, my name is Tamara Leach. And we're like, oh, all right then. <laughs> but anyway, she's back in jail again because she was talked to a guy when she was they're being very petty about it and um i don't know all of the details but the way she's being treated like well she technically she technically she technically tech you want to do technically she shouldn't even be anywhere near a jail in the first place for what for mischief charges for you know i mean there's people out on bail for attempt for like murders and attempted murders and, and things like this if only I, I have an idea, Canadian government. Just, just, to, just in case, if you could do me any favors at all, which I, I know you will never do, but I, you know, there was the thing was mutual. I, I hate you way more than you hate me. Trust me, it's fine. Um, if you even put a third of the effort into fucking with this woman, if you put a third of that effort into say figuring out which Canadian citizens were on that Epstein Island log. You know, because that woman was just convicted, hey? The one that did all this child sex trafficking. And yet the names of the people she trafficked children to use, to use children as like... We don't know who that is. I'm pretty sure there's a fairly significant chance considering who's involved that there's likely Canadian citizens on that list. Do you think they should be worthy of this kind of attention and energy and effort to find out who these sick fucks are? Or do you think you should be spending this much attention, time and energy on a woman who's, you know, trying to organize a truck convoy protest because you keep destroying their lives? Where are your priorities exactly? Because I'm, I'm not too pumped about them myself, exactly where they're at right now. Seems to me like you're totally and solely and primarily focused on um, yourselves. On me, 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 uh, gotta protect number one. These people are a threat to my political power and establishment and so, and so on and so forth. To, so much to the point that you're willing to use national resources against, against her, like myself. Uh, let's not forget the, uh, the ceases crusade over the, the lands of Dagalon, where they're just banging down doors. Still going to this day. Coming back. We really need to talk to you about stuff. Oh my God. No, no, you don't. You actually don't. You're going to spend that. You're going to spend those resources on that while the worst people in the world remain. Well, they're not worried about you coming for them, are they? 
and we're going to send, you know, billions and billions of dollars to Ukraine. Not ask questions about that. We're going to clear out homeless encampments and we're going to punish our citizens. We're going to, you know, impose crazy amounts of taxes that are going to bankrupt people, destroy people emotionally, financially, um, spiritually. They're going to kill themselves, families. We're going to do all that. But you know what? We can't help them. But we can send all of our money to Eastern Europe to a place no one can even find on a map. And, and on top of that, we're going to convince them to put that flag of that place. They didn't even know about it even existed until like last week. We're going to get them all to put that in front of their houses too. So like they worship their own bankruptcy. Isn't that funny? You guys sound... You guys sound evil as fuck to me. You know what I mean? Like these are not the actions and attitude and spirit. Like like oh, to, to, you know, try to do it in young people speak because I'm 36 now and I'm I'm allowed to be like, I'm like, I'm allowed to like... I'm young enough I can get away with it for a little while, but I'm also old enough that I'm like, I'm clearly, you know, old. I can, I can say young people and no one goes, no one finds that weird anymore. So that's fun. That's kind of I'm aging so fast. I'm going to be dead soon. What I meant to say was, so like the vibe I'm getting off of you, government ruling class people, it's not a good one. It's not one of like, everything's going to be okay. We're going to handle this. We're going to take care of it. We're going we're gonna to figure this out. And we're going to, that's not what I'm getting. I'm getting um, worship me or die kind of vibes. You know, I guess that's what they say now. The vibe in here. Like I'm getting this weird kind of energy off of you. I'm feeling kind of instinctually like you're, you're really bad. Like you're a bad, bad, bad fucking person. Like you're the kind of people that would kill people because you don't like them because you can get away with it too. So you're like, hey, how long till that starts? How long until these people who are so bold now that they will do shit like this? They'll freeze bank accounts. They'll call people Nazis and terrorists when they're not. They'll hold them in jail for literally nothing for months and months on end. They'll bankrupt your present, your future, and even your past. They'll go in your past and destroy your past in front of you. They'll tell your statues down. They'll tell you that your heritage is no good. Your culture's no good. Your people are no good. Everything you've ever done is no good. You're bad. You're wrong. You're, you're a colonizer. You're evil. You're evil then. You're evil now. And you're evil in the future. And we fucking hate you. But don't worry. Those people are definitely, they're, they're not going to hurt you. They're good. They, they, they got, the people running the world are good. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, quite a few people have noticed. Quite a few people have noticed what I've noticed. And uh, here's something else people have been noticing. There's a lot of noticing going on in the background uh, that the TV's not telling you about it. But trust me. Uh, it's happening. Listen to this. But I will tell you, on the insides of the medical centers, I've been talking to some nurses. They're telling me that the doctors now are seeing, they're seeing a lot of vaccine injury where they were disassociated before. They were denying it. They kept, you know, uh, dismissing the idea that the vaccine is caused. Now they can't. The oncologists are seeing cancers. The neurologists are seeing strokes in patients with no risk factors at younger and younger ages. The cardiologists are seeing heart attacks with with these fibrin clots that are filling the coronary arteries to the extent they've never seen before. I mean, there's plenty of specialties who are seeing things at the degree they haven't. Talk about the obstetrician gynecologist. 
the miscarriages, the stillbirths, the dysmenorrhea, the, you know, uh, all of the, the, the fertility and, and menstrual uh, abnormalities amongst uh, oftentimes childbearing ages. And, and so, I mean, this is a humanitarian catastrophe and, and it has been ignored. It has been suppressed. It has been, uh, you know, censored. But the, you can't hide from this data when it's in your face every day. The system is going to have to take, they're going to have to address this in some way at some point. When and when will that be? They're hiding from it. Just because they're hiding from it and not acknowledging it doesn't mean they're going to get away with it. It's the same kind of shit as like, like we're all watching this. We can all see this. There's a lot of us and there's a lot more every day. And uh, people are joining our side in big numbers. They're not joining theirs. People are getting more injured and more their lives more destroyed. The more they follow and the more they obey this, this fucking system here, the more that they do what it tells them to do, the more fucked up they get. And the more, eventually, a lot of people are going to start having questions as to is this, if this is a good life choice, life path for them. If you haven't noticed, people are waking up to that reality at a faster pace than any time in my life is anyway. People that were previously thought it was all crazy are now strongly in this camp. Or on the way or somewhere in that spectrum. The where's your booster uptake at? And, and the injuries are going to continue. More people are going to get hurt. The, the crazier it's going to get. And they're just going to pretend until when. Everybody's figuring it out. And that's a big part of the reason. Because there is a lot of side effects. And there is a lot of problems. And there is a lot of people getting hurt. And you know what? They have friends and family that they talk to. And they have problems. And it gets around. And it happens. And it gets out. How naive are they? You literally picked a fight with the whole world. Like, like the whole world, everyone that lives in it, basically, that isn't a fucking billionaire. You just picked a fight with every, every, eh, fuck them. Let's take everybody out. Let's just try and take everything from everybody all at the same. Let's just go for it. Why not? That's a lot of, I mean, think of if out of every, let's just say like the super ultra nationalist hero figure, whoever it is. The, you know, the, the rare people in history that make, you know, big, uh, big moves that like shake the world, you know, they're rare. And it's like, let's say there's one for every hundred million people. How many hundreds of millions of people did they just pick fights with? And how many is that? Is that the Avengers? Is that like 16 people, really strong leaders that, you know what I mean? Have a lot of support and a lot of, that is going to be a hell of a fucking problem, isn't it? I mean, you look like you're losing the Netherlands. Canada's like, not a good grip. Same in the United States. Not good there either. Italy. Whew. <laughs> Sri Lanka. You know, not a huge you know country or anything, but. Uh, I wish she would stop talking. I mean, they've, um, they've dissolved into complete anarchy. And it's not in the news at all, but they're, they're, they're straight. I'm just telling you what's happening in Sri Lanka. The people are basically hunting down and killing everyone um, that is, has money or made bad decisions or that was in power. They're just basically killing the ruling class in the country now. Um, 
it's just complete. Yeah, that guy's fucked. Like, authority figures are just being hunted in the streets, and... Yeah. Oh, that's... He's dead. <laughs> oh, he's still running! Good, too! I hit with a briefcase or something. He's got more people here. It's good! It's good over there. It's totally manageable. This kind of shit could never happen where you live, because you and I are special. We're special people in a, in a special time with, with special specialties. And nothing bad will ever happen here because special reasons. I wish it would stop playing that every time. Oh, my God. And you've got, you know, on the heels of Alberta, now you've got New Brunswick. And for some reason, we can't say why, it's a mystery. It's a total mystery, and we'll never know. It's just one of those weird things when 886 more people died than normal during the final 25 weeks of 2021. If it saves just one life. Did you kill nearly 900 fucking people in 2021? Just consider that. Like, oh, it's 99% effective and safe and blah, blah, blah. I don't... No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying that because of your actions and your decisions, potentially nearly 900... And this is just New Brunswick. 900 people in New Brunswick are now dead because of what you did. Had you not done what you did, they very well would still be alive. 99% of them. But, I mean, who knows? I mean, according to the government, it's just, it's a mystery illness. It's a mystery thing, and for some reason, people are just mis <coughs> mysteriously going down. How big of a jump is that? Um... An estimated 4,599 people died in the province during the final 25 weeks. 886 more than long-term averages for that year adjusting for population growth in aging. So as you can see here, do you see this gray bar here that just sharply gets the fuck away from the average by quite a margin? It's quite a significant statistical difference here. Something is clearly off. Whoa, what happened with... If I showed you this graph and didn't tell you what it was or what it was about or what these data points plotted at all, you'd say... Oh, uh, everything looks about the same, except this gray one gets really wild and out of control there at the end. What's that? Oh, that's the extra dead people! That's the extra dead people that we don't normally have. Oh, is someone killing people? Uh, in a way, yes. <laughs> it is a death rate 23% above normal. The highest rate of excess mortality among provinces over that period ahead of other high rates posted by British Columbia, Saskatchewan, and Alberta. 23%. 23, 23.9. 24%. So nearly a one full quarter increase in death. Not 2%. Not 5%. Nearly a 25% increase in just death. And the government's answer is, it's a mystery. What are they, they going to do? We all want to know what happened last fall, said Melanson. Shepard agreed. I don't know who these people are. I don't know why they're saying their names. 
It's a question that New Brunswickers need to have an answer to. Mr. Speaker, and I assure the interim leaders of the opposition that that's going to happen. Let's find out. You can't ignore a 25, nearly a 25% increase in death, man. I'm not a 25% increase in people skipping school, which would be alarming in itself. Like, why the fuck is no one going to school anymore? 25% increase in people just not being alive anymore. That's quite an increase. And as you can see, very well likely be a record increase. By comparison, New Brunswick officially recorded, and we know how liberal and, and fast and loose they were playing with the COVID death tally, recorded just 114 deaths from COVID during the 25-week period under scrutiny. 114 deaths from, from the virus. Oh, my God, the COVID virus. And uh, nearly 900 died from mystery reasons. So if, you're, if, if, you're, if your COVID thing is 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 a is a fucking huge emergency and we got to shut the province down and ruin lives on stuff why 115 people died 114 people died oh my goodness really how about my emergency i got uh, eight times those numbers when's that when is that emergency when are we having the emergency of the 25% increase in death because um, when you told me that, uh, you know, uh, COVID was going to kill one to four to five percent of the population, that seemed, you know, pretty, pretty wild. And now there's a 25 percent increase in death and you're like, meh, you don't care. Aren't you about saving lives and trusting the science? Because that's the science right there, man, in black and white. What's going on with that? This is, and this, get ready for this fucking dumbass statement. And what happened in the last five weeks of 2021, if you remember? You remember what was on the news constantly and what was on the media constantly and what the government was saying constantly? It's time to do something. I can't remember what it was. It was time to do something. All summer, all fall, and then when flu season hit, so the last five weeks of 2021 is December or November. Flu season in Canada is in December. Starts in December. And what happened then? On Thursday, Moriarty said a distinct spike in deaths in New Brunswick that occurred in the middle of a large COVID outbreak during the last five weeks of 2021. Not in 2020. There wasn't a large increase in deaths in 2020. When the virus was brand new and no one had immunity to it and no one had seen it before and there was no vaccine, nothing. That didn't produce a large spike in deaths. But in 2021, after it's time to get a, to be a needle slut, after all of that and everyone with the incentives and the money and the ad campaigns, we, oh, we did it. There was a massive increase in death in that year. Isn't that strange? I wonder what that could fucking suggest. What do you think that could fucking suggest? What do you think, Phil? Huh? What do you think, buddy? What do you think it suggests? Let's continue. She uh, says, almost certainly suggests 
COVID deaths were occurring but not being recorded. Oh, that must be what it was. Because people are being literally shot to death and commit suicide and you're counting those as COVID deaths. But yes, I'm sure, sure. You didn't count enough COVID deaths. There was just so many that you were applying it to very blatantly fucking obvious cases of people not dying from COVID. You applied it to that because you were just so fast and loose with it. You probably missed so many. You applied it to so many people that you applied it to things that had nothing to fucking do with it. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Thank you, Tara Moriarty. Have another fucking donut, doctor. She's an infectious disease expert and researcher at the University of Toronto. Says the fact that COVID-19 infections and unexplained deaths rose at the same time is a clue they're connected. Jesus Christ. The overlap is almost perfect in time. So that's a really important clue that a lot of us is likely COVID-related. It's it's like it's like watching um someone repeatedly punch themselves in the face or something. <laughs> they will do absolutely anything to run from the obvious here. I mean, and get ready for this. She goes on and says, the level of excess mortality in New Brunswick during that period is enormous. And if it's not COVID killing people, what the hell is it? <laughs> no. ah! Is she fucking with us? Are you fucking with me right now? Oh, the premier's concerned. The premier's concerned. He said he too found the elevated number of deaths obviously concerning. There's more investigation that needs to be required. <laughs> the member is alluding to something being wrong. Is there something wrong? He needs to come clean, Mr. Speaker. I do understand where he is going with this. Statistics Canada has been tracking deaths in East Province monthly during the COVID-19 pandemic and comparing them to what would have been expected in a normal year in an effort to detect excess mortality caused by the virus and both directly and indirectly. But, but, boys and girls. I mean, could it be any better? The level of excess mortality in Brunswick during that period is enormous. And if it's not COVID killing people... If it's not COVID killing people, what could it be? What the hell is it? In 2022, the people of Canada, using their data collection and trace and tracking methods, determined that a sharp rise in deaths and mortality across the country had risen to an unexplainable level. 
Scientists, doctors, and researchers remain confused as they struggle to find the answer. Trust the science and delve into their data to discover what could possibly be killing all of these people. What was it? Was it the murder hornets? Was it neo-Nazi white supremacy? Was it climate change? Or was there something that happened, something so drastic, something unprecedented, in the healthcare of billions of people, all at once, perhaps a unilateral kind of procedure that could have drastically affected their health in the negative? We don't know, but we're hoping you do. If you have any information on these excess deaths, please call 1-800-UNSOLVED-BIGOTRY. And if you suggest that they are vaccine-related, a cleansing team will be sent to your house and you will be shot dead in front of your children. Good night. What could it be? This is so stupid. What could it be? What does it mean? Tell me what it means. Tell me the truth. You gotta come clean. What does it mean? It's probably the Chinese military. No. No, you, you did something. Come on, y'all did something. What did you do? What was that weird thing y'all did? Remember all those drugs you all did at the same time? Remember those drugs we told you not to take? And y'all took them and now you're all dying? Hey, 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 remember that? Do you think maybe that's related? Maybe, maybe, think about it. Think hard. Could it be? Could it possibly be? Uh, I think it'd be. Um... I mean, I don't know how much, What I mean, for God's sakes. Chris Jason, thank you very much again, brother. He says, it will all be swept under the rug, as always. Had enough of this shit, bro. I don't think you can, you can't sweep this under the rug. Like I said with, um, I've, I've mentioned this before, like, I became a conspiracy theorist because of my uh, my interactions and experiences and, and such in the military and overseas and, and dealing with the media and, and, and so on. Um, that happened because the shit that they did affected me directly. People I knew and, and loved and cared about died. I, I was nearly killed numerous times. I'm deaf in one ear. I have, uh, my, I have injuries. I've got, you know, all kinds of things wrong. And, you know, this was all for, because of a lie. So it affected me. So I looked into it and I didn't like it. And now when you, when you fuck with people's lives to the point that it becomes an ex, like a part of their identity, like the tr whatever the trauma is, becomes a big part of who you are because something really fucked up happened to you. Having your family get all fucked up and get sick and die or, or you know, you get injured or somebody you know gets injured or fucked up or that's going to have an impact on you. And you're, and especially if you and everyone else around you, you're affecting too many people. You're not pulling, you're not pulling this scam on just the people that are going to go in the military and fight the war and the families that get left behind. You pulled this scam on everybody in the world. Absolutely everybody. People with money, people with power. I mean... Look what happened to Bieber. <laughs> Bieber's face melted. He's never going to perform again. He's done. His wife nearly died a few weeks ago. Blood clot in the brain. Mystery. What a mystery. Brian Marchment just fucking died. Hey, NHL guys, you hockey player fans? Remember Brian Marchment? Yeah, he's dead. 
It's 53. Just suddenly. Sudden Adolf death syndrome. If only Hank Aaron were here to tell. Oh, wait, he died randomly too. Hmm, uh, well, we should ask all those soccer players. Oh, no, wait, they're dead, too. There's just a lot of death. There's a lot of people dying. Have you noticed? It's almost like there's been a 25 increase. It's like someone jacked up to death. Let's just turn death up, like, to 25%. Turn up 20. Death up 25! <laughs> you can't, you can't <laughs> sweep this under the rug. You, you, you didn't steal from the cookie jar. You smashed it on the ground and took everything. Cut your feet on the broken glass, and now you're running around the house trying to find a place to hide. And you think you're going to get away with this somehow. I, you know, I'm running out of words. <laughs> I don't know. This bit. Could it be? What could it be? It should be a Disney film. <laughs> it's a Disney film like Aladdin, and everybody just keeps dying all the time. He's there singing with the monkey. No one knows what it could be. They're all sticking needles in themselves and dying. What could it be? Nobody knows. It's a mystery. It's apparently it's an 80s song. I don't know. I'm just going to move on. We get the point. You got your coat. Let's just move on. Yeah. Satoshi Ape in the real Donald T says all Ontario Supreme Court judge ruled the convoy was allowed. Her lawyer brought this up in court. The case, even of mischief, should be drawn. I, I know, man. Like it's um it's petty. And I heard a rumor um that the government and specifically the Prime Minister made sure to keep the uh the mandates, you know, for the truckers and everyone. They they, they were like thinking about dropping them. I'm like, you know, now I'm not going to. And the airlines and everything like that. Out of spite, out of pettiness, because of all the flags, all the all the uh, all the FT flags, you know what I mean? The guy's a fucking weasel. Senior Beans is a struggle between the global American Empire and the China Russia, and China Russia is about is about power. Both are trying desperately to acquire it. Problem is, China and Russia are the rational ones. Yeah, they are, and they're going to win because they are the rational ones. They're they're smarter, they're more resourceful, and um. Yep, they're just they're making better decisions and they're gonna win. It's pretty much that easy, man. Uh, Sergeant Rock says that graft looks like what the finance minister looks at every day. Oh, the graph, uh, everything is going up, so it must be good, right? Oh yeah, even death. Crisby says seven hundred million worldwide uh, uh, predicted to die um, from these vaccines by twenty twenty eight. Doctor David Martin, seven hundred million. Oh fuck me, could you imagine? At that pace, right? Is that possible? 2028, 20, five years. That's how much of the population is that? We're going to have 7 billion people. That's nearly one. That's, yeah, I don't know. I can see it. Darren Martinales is finally able, able to catch a live. Keep it up. Thank you very much. I was going to quit just now, but I'm now not going <laughs> to. Thanks. Appreciate it. Scar Diddley says, so many people in this community... And so many with the talents to put together a montage of all these egregious stats and resignations, all of the absolute insidious, blatant evidence of bullshit. Oh, there's, it's getting there, man. People are working on it. Things are getting crazy. What are we going to do? What are you going to do? I'm really interested as to what you're going to do. 
Are you going to do extreme Mormon challenges? Because that's what I would want to do. That's really all that you need to think about right now. What's going on, everybody? I'm Elder Parrish, joined alongside my companion, Elder Richards. And today Elder Parrish! Elder Richards! The power of companionship as Mormons. They're going to use the power of companionship, guys. Elder Parrish. I'm fucking into this. Oh, heavens. The hater is back. Oh, no, the atheist. Don't listen to him, Elder Richards. God just wants us to do this stunt. He does. Whoa! You did it! That was crazy. You did it! Guys, calm down! Calm down! Don't hurt him! Don't hurt him! What's going on, everybody? I'm Elder Pope. They just attack him? Oh, and this is even better. Look at this stunt. Finally got my bike back from this darn atheist. And to celebrate, Elder Philip and I are back at the tent there, and I'm gonna go down. Elder Philip. While blindfolded. So let's get extreme. Got All right, bike. Elder Philip, you ready to do this? Over here, buddy. Oh, ready to do this? Pump up the jam. Let's go. You can do it. You can do it, Elder Matthew. Nice. Yeah! You did it, buddy. Yeah. Oh. Hello, everyone. This is Elder Matthew. I don't want to watch his death again. That was too scary. <laughs> Just fucking goes to the bushes and blows up. Got my bike back from that darn atheist. <laughs> Those are the Mormons, like, enemies, is it? The atheists? <laughs> oh, what are they called? It's called Extreme extreme Mormons or something on Instagram. It's fun. There's a whole page of it, man. It's, don't worry. We'll be back. There's going to be more. I made sure to follow them. They're, uh, they're not going to be getting away. We're going to be having more of that. We got some of that. We got some of that. Oh, yeah, the age case. We had a lot of weird stuff going on tonight. We still have to do fact or fairy tale. That's very important. That's what we do around here. You know, so. Um, no, I won't. I will not. I'm not going to listen to this. Why? They won't get rid of the, the Arrive Can app, and then the uh, Deputy Prime Minister goes on about being... How we shouldn't be so modest and humble because Canada is so amazing and has did such a good job. <laughs> I think we have different goals. I think we have different goals, different different things we're we're looking for. Um, you know, I completely forgot about this, and this is for no reason at all. But um, again, it's it's a little bit after Fourth of July, but I, I missed this one, and I I meant to see it. I wanted to see it. These kids, uh, you know, I don't know what they're doing. They're lighting. They're lighting uh, fireworks as a kid, you know, families out having a little little lawn time in America, you know? It gets a little out of control. They... Who did that? Oh my god! Run for your lives! Oh. Oh! Oh, you you killed your family and blew up the neighborhood. That's not. That's I mean, most Fourth of July is. I mean, that's is that typical in America? America, do you guys does that happen? Is that normal? Is that like really over the top, or is it like, man, actually, that's that's not, this is a lot more common than you think. That happens a lot. My great granddaddy he died in a Fourth of July uh, fireworks accident, and my brother did, and my wife's entire family, and uh, my dog that I just got from. Uh, He's a rescue dog. His, his whole his whole family died Fourth of July fireworks accident. So I got my that's my dog. Everybody in my family is a survivor of Fourth of July fireworks accidents. 
I don't think you guys should have fireworks anymore. <laughs> somebody's gotta somebody's gotta stop you guys. You gotta be saved from yourselves, you know. Every once in a while. Just okay, it doesn't want to delete that. That's fine. We'll we'll delete you later. Caught up here, caught up there. Not normal. Yeah, the Americans are like, no, that's that's not uh that's not normally uh it's not what we do. It <laughs> should be. Uh, Synthetic C17 says, oh shit, it's happening. I love mysteries. And it's just a mystery. Couldn't bloody tell you what it could be. Uh, at Sir Toast, I had my Diagra dog at the waterhole when I heard your comment. Cheers, sir. And everyone. Ooh, Synthetic C17 and Sir Toast are hanging out. The Diagra dog is at the waterhole. <laughs> nice. Just Matt. Nobody else. Just him. He's by himself. Even though he, in a picture, he appears to be with James Top. So I don't know if he's just mad at all. He might be some kind of ultra-nationalist super mad. He might have a ring of power. He may be able to join with other super-nationalists and create a giant Waffen-SS uh, time-traveling laser bolt destructor machine. So we better keep an eye on him. We don't want that. We don't, we don't want that. He says, China has to be stopped. They can't be allowed to spread their technological dystopian nightmare. It's scary what they, what they get away with over there. Uh, Scab Ironworker says, my bigot buddy J-Bob and I repping some dag t-shirts all slashy around the bonfire. Keep up the good work, chicken fucker. Thank you. Thank you. Two VP for life. <laughs> Roger Daglon forever. Cheers, boys. Hope you have a good evening. It is Friday. It's fuck you make me Friday. And um, there's only one way. there's only one way to do things around here. And it's, and it's the way we're about to do it right now. Um, I just, I want to do this right, you know. I got to find the right one. I got to get in the right moon. I got to get, I got to get the right one here. And what is this? Not that one, not that one. Hmm. That one I haven't played in a while, you know. Unstoppable force, immovable object, right? And right now, the immovable object, except it is movable, is the global state because it refuses to move. It's not getting out of the way. It's not backing down, right? Except there's an unstoppable force, which is, you know, uh, the people of the world are going to build back based here, um, starting on the collective suffering and then heroic effort of the Canadian Patriots to set the example of, um, you know, the most beautiful display of resistance I've ever seen has now inspired another entire thing about this because of, you know, another whole country is now having its, uh, its, its convoy moment. Who's next? That's an unstoppable force. This was not possible last year, two years ago, five years ago. This, this, these kinds of things don't happen. Even Occupy Wall Street was a joke compared to how things are going right now. Um, so what's going to happen here? They, they can't stop themselves. They, they keep applying more pressure, uh, try to punish more people, arrest more people, pass more laws, ban more things. The things that got them here in the first place, they think that by to, to alleviate the problem and regain control is by doing more of the same things. They don't, they're idiots. 
They're narcissists and they can't accept that they've already lost. And they're just going to keep doubling down and doubling down. Except the problem is every time they do double down, they double our numbers. and They double our conviction to our goals and our families and our friends. And they double our support around the world. So if they don't get out of the way and we don't stop, what happens exactly? Because we can't stop. I don't want to live in this kind of fucking world. Do you? The one they want to live is if you read the UN and Sustainable Development Goals. Is that for you? It's not what I want. It's not for me. And I was sitting with my kids at the park today, and they were just running around playing carefree, young kids, laughing, giggling, not a care in the world. And I had a, that moment in time, I was like, there's no fucking way I am ever going to stop. says happy friday happy fuck you make me friday to all the dagalonians out there good evening culprit's mom says also around the bonfire with some dagware a kfc fire log smells that smells like doug F- a what a kfc fire log it smells like Butterboy and disappointment. That sounds painful to sit through. I don't know if I could handle that. Synthetic C17 says, Ha! Dad once put some uh, spent Roman candles in a beach fire. Uh, he says, we're having, is that a good idea? And he says, oh yeah, fine. Little delay, couple shots fly, three, inch, uh, three inches past the girlfriend's head. Oh boy. <laughs> Total Meltdown says, your talks about getting out of comfort zone and facing fears has inspired so many of us to run for council and school boards in our area. We have enough numbers to take over two councils at least. Let's go. That's how you do it, man. That's a, like small ball. It's a political strategy some people do, but um, yeah. What happens What happens if you like in a town or like wherever it is, it's like, well, how many of us are in this town? If there's 20 of us, 30 of us, like, of, of, and, and we all run for town council, you know what I mean? Odds are some of us are going to get in there. And then what happens? And how many times can we repeat this process? And then we really start fucking, fucking throwing things around, don't we? I say we vote for mandatory um, anal sex lessons for children. Absolutely fucking not. Nope. No. I say we rename the McDonald Bridge to the George Floyd Memorial Lifted Raised Roadway. Nope. Not a fucking chance. No, we're not doing that. Right? Why not? Town, you don't even have to move away. You can still live in your own town, you know, or, or you know, uh, town councilors and regional, you know, areas. And uh, you don't have to run for politics. There's all kinds of smaller areas where you can, if you're interested and that's something you think, uh, you know, you want to 
take a look at, uh, go for it. Go for it. Because I guarantee the people that are holding that spot right now, there's a pretty good chance they're, they're shitty. Right? And you could probably beat them. Um, but that's glad to see, man. Uh, yeah, get out of your comfort zone because that's, you know, Derek says that, you know, I used to say it a lot too. Your life begins at the end of your comfort zone. It's very true. That's where that's where interesting shit happens. If you're comfortable, you, you can't have comfortable and intense and exciting and interesting. You can't have both. If you're comfortable, you're comfortable. You're not really surprised by anything. Um, you're enjoying what's happening, I guess, and you're just, you know, relatively, yeah. But if you want, like, different stuff to happen you want you want to go to the next level with your life you want to do something you know exciting and you don't know what's going to it could go good it could go bad you're going to take risks it's not going to be comfortable it's going to be the very opposite and learning to do uncomfortable things or things you really want to do but you know for for you know personal reasons convictional reasons you know uh ethical reasons, spiritual reasons whatever you're like i really want to do this but I'm also very afraid and I, and I don't like this. I don't like to be, I feel very uncomfortable about doing it. That can be overcome. And then you can do the thing anyway. And then you'll be f- more fulfilled and stronger once you've done it. And then you can, then you can take on a bigger challenge. Because once you've done something that's significantly more, um, you know, difficult than what you're used to. For the rest of your life, you can say, remember that time I did that fucking hard thing? I can do this. I've done, I've done worse than this. That's a real thing. I've, I've done that all the time. The shit that I've done in the military, like, I mean, you know, we buried a lot of people and, and people, there, there was a lot of fucked up things that went on and it was very, in retrospect, challenging to deal with. And, uh, you know, whenever you, you start getting, you know, overwhelmed or, or fucked with stuff here that's happening, you go, I, you know, <laughs> I was in Panjway. You know what I mean? This fucking doesn't affect me. This is nothing. And it's like you do, and it's not, it's not false courage or false confidence. It's a real confidence. It's, it's real. It's like, I did do that. I did survive that. I did come out of that stronger in the end. So I can definitely handle this fucking stupid thing. You know what I mean? It's worth it. It's, it's worth going out there to conquer and, and do things that you, um, think you might not be able to do, but want to anyway. And if you fail, then now you know where you're at. How did you fail and why? And where, where, how far did you get? How close did you come? Close? Not close? Go back and try it again. Do you work on it? Try something else. Maybe you, did, maybe you don't win at that either, but you got further than last time. It's progress. You know what I'm saying? It's, uh, if you're not doing that, and you know, like, like Goggins says, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. You know? So you should be trying to do something. Anyway, uh, learning for that's my preachy nonsense from a guy who doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Don't listen to me. <laughs> uh, learning for life says the scam only continues as long as we let it. Exactly. Senor Bean says, although Philip is my spirit animal and I'd like to see it burn, I appreciate what you've built here. Keep it going. Dagalon is forever. Dagalon never dies. That's, that's the actual, that's on the, that's on the national crest on the money. Dagalon never dies <laughs> because it's in here. It's in here. It's inside of you. And not in that kind of way. Unless, I mean, we do have a lot of a lot of damp stools and, you know, Philip is around. So if you're into that kind of thing, uh, you know, it can be more than just in your head. I, I'm, I, anyway, I'm going way too, I, yeah, this stream is not for kids. They're like, what's he talking about? Don't, don't even, don't explain it. Do not explain it to the children, please. Um... <laughs> Uh, Total Meltdown says we only need four in our councils to be the majority as they only have six. 
do it, people. I mean, think about it, right? You got five friends in your town that are like, really, you know, we really need to. Maybe you could. And then, and then you're not just somebody complaining on the couch anymore. You're one of the people in your town that decides what happens in your fucking town. That's based. <laughs> you know what I mean, that's, that's cool. That's a cool thing to be. Um, Mark 306, this is dad joke of the day. What happened to the peanut when it crossed the street? It got assaulted. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. This is cheers, bro. I love you. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Hope you're doing well. Synthetic C17, that resonates. Step into your power. Stay top. I think the universe doesn't give you anything you can't handle. Just depends on how bad you want to. Well, could be that. And every once in a while, and, and like I said, you're going to have to challenge yourself, and this is going to be one of those times. You're, you're going to have to have some challenging things happen right now, unfortunately. And it's a game that we play. And it's not for everybody. Oh, and there's more. He's added more. This is a tough one. That's a fairy tale, really? And, th- and that's real? No, this this is a savage. This is fairy. This isn't even. This you can't be doing this. This isn't even fair. All right, I guess we're gonna play hard. You know, God mode of factor fairy tale. Now it's ridiculously difficult, but <laughs> I guess this is what I guess this is what we're doing now. This is what we're doing now. All right, are you ready? You're gonna if you think it's tr- if you you think you think you fucking you think you know. You think you know what's going on? Do you really? You think you're smart? Yeah. Yeah. You think like that's 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 real, or that's totally not fucking real. You 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 sure? Because we're gonna we're about to find out. If you think it's a, if you think it's real, put an F in the chat. If you think it's not real, and everybody's watching. This is there's no winners here. I play this every time. There's no prize. No one wins. Playing fact or fairy tale. You may laugh. You even may get all of them right. But then on your way home, when you're giggling yourself about how you got them all right, you're going to go, this shouldn't even exist. How far have we come? And that's the point of the game. (laughs) So no one wins. Nobody wins. Nobody wins. And welcome to hell. Here we go. We're ready. We're firing it up here. This is number five, fifth time, something like that. It's time to play for all the marbles. It's but nothing. We're just, it's just, you're just going to be depressed. You're just going to be depressed, probably. All right, that's how it's going to go. Coming up, first of all, we've got the Calgary Stampede. We'll feature Cricket Meal and Worm Dogs. Do you think that's real? Is that going to happen? The Calgary Stampede, Cricket Meal and Worm Dogs? Come on. That's got to be... That's real. That's real. That's a real headline. There's going to be cricket dogs. Mealworm hot dog. Eat the pugs. Eat them. Mmm. Mmm. Real news. Everything is in crazy shape right now. We are in bad shape. We're in terrible, terrible shape. How about this one? For the first time ever... The Calgary Stampede will feature a BIPOC lounge. Oh, good. So we've got bugs to eat and a BIPOC lounge. What do you think about that? Fact or fairy tale? Do, 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 
and shoot me in the fucking face. Dude, I can't live here. It's too crazy to exist. It's not real, thank God. That one isn't. That one he made that one up. That was that's a made-up one. What about this? You guys have been following the news. Rachel Gilmore takes a leave of absence after suffering a coordinated hate campaign from little peepee supporters. Remember what she said about James Top and the Nazis and all that? What do you think that's real? No. Nope. That's a fair. It's made up. You wish it wasn't. <laughs> but it's. That one's made up. How about this? The Guardian. Is it time to rename July and August? Why would they do that? The months of July and August were named in the honor of Julius and Augustus Caesar, two mass murderers and slave owners. Is it time the Western world addresses its imperial past? <laughs> real, not real. Fact, fairy tale, what do you think? No Googling. That's cheating. That's cheating. That's a fairy tale. He got you. Did he get you? He got some of you. I saw you. Coming up next from the Scientific American, how mRNA technology could be the key to humanity surviving climate change. The success of COVID-19 vaccines have resulted in a stunning medical breakthrough. Now researchers say they may have found the key to surviving climate change. Fact or fairy tale? Oh? 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 Oh! It's a fairy tale. It's a fair. He got you again. He it's believable, isn't it? You almost believed it. The Daily Mail says Dutch government introduces legislation that would categorize the quote Farmers Defense Force as a far right terrorist organization. What do you think? Is that one real? Oh no, we're not done. This is a long one. We're not going right. We're not going away yet. Music time. That's a fairy tale. He got you. He got you again. He got you again. A lot of people bought that one. Oh, how about this guy? What about this guy here? From Vox, labor exploitation explained by Minions, the movie, the Disney movie. We understand, we can understand the entire history of capitalist labor market through the Despicable Me franchise. Fact or fairy tale? I don't know if I want this to be true or false, because either either way I lose, right? This is true. This is a true story. This is a real headline. <laughs> do, 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 do. Everything's amazing and not crazy. I'm happy to be alive. From the Anti-Defamation League, it says Universal Pictures Minions, the rise of Gru is rife with thinly veiled anti-Semitism. Is that a real tweet? What do you think? Nobody knows cause it's gotten that crazy! No one can ever be sure if it's real or not. <laughs> this one is a fairy tale. He got you again! He got you again. He's so good. He's too good! He's gotta be stopped! We got two more left! Hang on, music! Last one, Toronto, second last one, Toronto Star says, Police ask Toronto residents to stop calling 911 about internet outages. It's not an emergency. Please stop. Fact or fairy tale? Place your bets. Place your bets, Philip. It is Toronto, after all. 
fairy tale. It was a. Fa- it's not real, but you think it could be, right? He's like a. He's like a magician. He's blurred the lines between real and not. No one even knows anymore. That's that's how crazy they've made Gotham. And then uh, finally, the last one of the night. We've got this one from the from the World Health Organization. Identifies a stealth Omicron COVID strain and named it Centaurus. Centaurus strain scientists have expressed concern over a new and highly mutated COVID subvariant that has been detected in 10 countries. Is that real? That can't be real, right? It is. <laughs> That's real. Prepare for Centaurus. The Centaurus from the world. We've it's a stealth Omicron super COVID Power Ranger mega racist neo-Nazi far right white supremacist death strain that hates gay people, uh, punches babies, and is also it it goes around and it drinks six packs and it leaves the 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 thing the six packs come in. You know what I'm talking about? The plastic rings and it takes those. It still has them for some reason. Remember we used to make those and it goes and throws them in the ocean and not just any place in the ocean. It goes and throws it in the ocean in places where it knows sea turtles and other things like that are going to get stuck in it, strangle themselves and die. And he's, and he's dumping oil in the ocean too when he's out there. He's a, he's a real dickhead. Centaurus, the super COVID. <laughs> ah! Oh, it's, it's got all the qualities of Omicron, but it's worse than ever. It's the worst. It's, it's indestructible. It's like T-1000 Omicron. It's Omicron with, with uh, fake tits. And laser beam eyes and a jetpack, and it can fucking read your mind, and and it'll it'll make your children like the children of the corn, and they'll try to kill you, and they'll all talk in unison and, and be weird. You don't want none of this, Omicron stealth. Uh, Oh boy, oh boy, yeah. Senior Bean says I need to see these FT results in six months. This is bullshit. Mr. Chow says, being a narcissist, usually I'm happy when I'm right. I don't enjoy this feeling. <laughs> the Blue Taco says, oh my God, how bad is it when the meme makers aren't even sure what's real? Buddy, it's gotten crazy. This is insanity. Props to all the memers. You guys are kicking ass, and it absolutely is a real thing. It is a real war, and you guys are absolutely having an impact. Um, congratulations and kudos to you. Um, Scardilly, did I get this one? I did. I did read that one. Chris Jason, again, thank you very much. He says, we got your back, madman. Well, I'm glad you guys do, because uh, if, I w- if I didn't, I'd be far less uh, in-, in good shape. Um, <laughs> Ferryman's Toll says, I feel like I'm the only one who wins at this game. You you are. You and Philip are. Um, that's it. No one else does. If it causes chaos, Philip is pleased. And, and this is very, it's a very chaotic game. There's a lot of chaos happening, you know? It's... Uh, People don't know what's real anymore. You're like the guy from, uh, what's that stupid superhero movie? The guy with the weird, the wizard guy that like can change time and is it Dr. Who? I don't know. It's Dr. Fairy Who, something like that. Maybe that's what he is. (laughs) I am doubting my own reality now. That's a meme. When memes, I mean, they needed us to be the bad guys so badly, so, so badly that it hurts. And um, some of it was on purpose. Some of it was not on purpose. But some, there was a lot of egging it on and really like leaning into it for the laughs. Because here's the thing. I'm not a journalist and I'm not 
I have no responsibility and I'm not expected to or obligated to, you know, present things as the fa- I'm, you know, but they are, or they pretend that they are. And no one asked us, no one interviewed us. No, you just, you thought you saw, you thought you saw something and you just ran with it and you didn't even know if it was true or not. And it wasn't. And you look fucking retarded and ridiculous. And now everyone's making fun of you and they will for the rest of your life because you got it that wrong, that bad. Canada will never escape the stain and the stink and the shame of having declared martial law on a place that doesn't exist on an army of a militia that doesn't exist um, on, 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 on a warlord who is simply a figurine. That all happened. That all happened, and there's nothing you can do to change it. You will always be an ignoramus, an utter embarrassment, and uh, th- there's nothing you can do about it. It's done. It's permanent. It's public record. It's out there. And, and me, well, I can't wait to see what these documents say. I can't wait to see how much money has been spent investigating me, investigating my friends. It's all amazing. It's all hilarious. It's so funny. Do I look, do I look nervous? Do I look like I'm having a fuck? Do I'm, I haven't skipped a beat. Did I even slow down? And, and here's another thing, assholes. You, you think you're fucking winning? You're doing well? This podcast grows between 15 to 20% a month. I've just mentioned that earlier. It doubles every five months. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, yes. You're, you're hurting me. Oh, you're showing me. You're showing me. Nah. <laughs> It's whatever the truth is, is what the truth is. And the truth is, this is a great community full of great people. And um, I don't, I don't consider myself one of those. I just try to try to be better and, and try to, you know, be somebody that I, I would want my, you know, I would want my sons and my, my daughter to be proud of. That's all I'm trying to do. And I'm trying to live up to the idea of a half decent person. And I don't think I do a very good job, but I try. And I, and I hope that I, that that actually attracts other people that are good people and are decent and are hardworking and and you know dedicated and and it's bringing them together and networking them. If I can help you guys and and you know you get anything out of it, it helps you make you stronger, more accomplished, more you know less afraid, um, more motivated. Whatever it is, that's that's my honor and privilege to do. And um, you can't you can't put a price on that. You know, this isn't about anything else really. I don't, I don't regret it. And, uh, we have that on our side and there's, and there's good people ever, everyone that comes in. I mean, they, you know, they, they look around and they see, you know, what kind of people you guys are that you're all just regular folks. We're just regular people that wanted the hell to be left alone. And we believe have, we have certain values and certain things that we, you know, believe in and cherish and, and share and want to pass on to our children and, and be, and be let to let us have it and, and stop info and, in, uh, encroaching upon, you know, and telling us how to live, encroaching in, upon our way of life, and and how we want to live our lives. It's a bunch of terrorists. It's a bunch. You idiots, idiot. No one's falling for this. No one. No one. And time will absolve the whole thing. Give it enough time, and it's gonna. It's every day looks. Who looks worse and who looks better every day going by, going forward here. Hmm. <laughs> I had one of those cops ask me that. Do you, like, ask me if I regretted the, the whole thing. I was like, absolutely fucking not. 
was like, I had people tell me they were going to kill themselves, and then they found other people in this community, and now they're doing better than they have in years and years and years. And if I had anything to do with that, and you ask me if I regret it, if I regret doing it, why? Because I personally have to deal with some bullshit? No. No, I don't. Because I'm not small like you. I'm not weak like you. I can handle it. I've been through much worse are you going to write some more mean articles about me? Are you going to send more police after me? Oh, are you going to do that? Motherfucker. Look how great it is. You know, these people having a great time, having, you know, their lives are, they're doing better. They're, you know, do I regret it? <laughs> oh Yeah. What a piece of shit would say yes. Oh, yeah, I really do. I was just trying to, I wanted to help me and do things for me and then I and then me and then things went bad for me and I and me. So then, yes, I regret it for me and I and me. Fuck you. Do you even, do you even know me at all? <laughs> it's insulting. It's so insulting. But I suppose it's a, I suppose it's an honest question to somebody who doesn't really know what the hell's going on and doesn't pay any attention. But uh, just in case anybody was questioning, uh, yeah. Somebody said, "Do you regret being a cop?" That's what I should have said. No, I don't regret a fucking thing. Actually, do you regret to do what you do? I bet a lot of days you do. Um. Uh, Senior Bean says, "How do you deal with the trust the science type family?" Let's just say it's been a point of contention recently. Yeah. It's, to, it's one of those things where you have to kind of measure it and gauge, like, is it worth fighting or not? Are they, are they one of these people that, like I mentioned earlier, like, can you get them? Are they, like, winnable? Like, are, are they willing to listen to you? Are they willing, or are they completely, are they a cultist completely? No arms, no legs, you know, shot in the face, like, dead in minutes. There's nothing you can do about it. Like, is it worth your time to, to fight with them over it? Would you rather just not talk about it and enjoy the time that you can, the best you can with your family? You know, while you can, because we can, any of us could be dead in the morning or tonight or tomorrow, right? Or do you really want to have it, have it out with them and get into this big blow up fight when you know it's not going to go anywhere and they're just going to hate you and you're not going to talk to each other anymore? That's, I mean, is it worth it? If it is, I, I, I just point to the simple, you know, who do you think cares more about you, me or the, or the TV, man? Like, do you think I would tell you shit? Like, if you think I didn't care about, like, they don't give a shit about you, man. Like, at all. At fucking all. And I can prove it over and over and over again. Look at the things they do. Look at how much they lied to you. This is abusive, narcissistic relationship. They change the goalposts. They change the rules. They change constantly. And, there's, and you can, you're never good enough. You're never fully vaccinated even, for fuck's sakes. You're never doing enough. You're never obedient enough. You're never agreeable enough. There's always something else. There's always another inch to take. There's always another place to go. There's always another thing to censor, another word to delete, another gun to ban, another website to pull down, another bank account to freeze. There's a never-ending enemies list in this country being built. We have political prisoners. We're shutting down the fucking internet. They want to they're going to try to and they've even gone so far as to try and ban large segments of our population from grocery stores because they don't want to have somebody fuck with their own body and now they want to freeze them out of the financial systems and institutions and maybe we should have their kids taken away and let me tell you this right now i know a guy this is a real story his they took his kids away his wife died 
in her sleep, dies suddenly, like, fuck, you know, before COVID. He's struggling to deal with that. And then COVID happens and all of the, and he's trying to manage the kids and he calls for help because these guys overwhelmed. You know what they do? They take his kids and he, he's like, what do you, you know, tries to fight them. They keep the kids. Do you know why? And he's not getting his kids back anymore. And not, he didn't do anything to kids. He didn't hit them. He didn't, he's not mean to them. He doesn't hate them. He's a regular good dad. As far as anyone knows, they kept his kids because he's an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. <laughs> So now the state thinks it knows better for your own children than you do. And it has the authority and the right to just steal your fucking family. Steal your fucking children. That is what people are doing out there in the society that we live in, that we pay for, that people around us have fought and died for, for them to just sit here and arbitrarily fucking decide whose children can live with who. Because I'm judge fucking so-and-so, and I can just take children like I'm fucking Dracula now, apparently. I can just do whatever the fuck I want. He didn't break any laws. He didn't do anything illegal. He's not mentally ill. He's not sick. He's never, He's gainfully employed. He's got money. Yeah, but you know what? Fuck him and fuck his kids because he's an anti-vaxxer. And we have a system that is sick with an ideology of do what I say or else. And there's the team that wants to please the machine and the monster and make it happy and feed it children and hope that it gives them a cookie and a little no, sticker to put on its report card and pat it on the head. And there's the rest of us that see this fucking sick, psychotic, symbiotic, parasitic relationship for what it is, a disgusting, immoral travesty, a stain on the human soul itself, and we fight against it. And those people turn around and look at us and point and say the audacity to say that you're the crazy one and you need help and you're a conspiracy theorist and you should probably go to a fucking gulag. I'd probably say something like that. It's kind of confrontational. It's kind of, you know, not quite, you know, the best way. Not very diplomatic. Um, but it's it's how I communicate sometimes. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? You just can't all the time. It does feel like banging your head against the wall at times, though, doesn't it? Um, and even if you can't get anywhere, it will make you feel better to get it out there. And every once in a while, you just need a good jacking. I can remember every time I really got jacked the fuck up and the command hand came out a few times in my career, and I remember every single word they said. You never know. says the Fantasians are winning. Oh, that's horrible. I fought so long in the Army Reserves to keep the Fantasians from winning. I fought an entire summer in Camp Aldershot to defeat the Fantasians, and you're telling me they're winning? I keep begging my... I keep begging my... I keep begging my head against his wall. Look at this. Chris H says, I hired a DAG from a Calgary meetup. My business grows stronger and more bigoted on Monday. Let's go, home team, boys. Home team. That's how it's done. Stick together. Watch each other's back. Because it's just us. It's us against the world, man. 
There's a bunch of crazy fucking people out there. Senior Bean says, I do care about you. Don't act coy. You served. In my opinion, that's the second highest honor for a man. Uh, the chat here can attest that you saved men. Flaunt it, bitch. You deserve it. I will never do such a thing. Uh, but I do appreciate the kind words and the, thing, and the support of things you guys have said. It does mean a lot to me. And I, um, it, it helps because I'm a human as well. And we all have our bad days and, you know, hard times and stuff. And I just, you know, I, I appreciate it. And I read all the emails, I, you know, and I have so many messages. It's crazy on all the apps and all the things. And I try to get through them. I just, I don't have time. If you dedicate time to trying to talk to every single person, I wouldn't get anything else done. Like I've got so much time. This takes up a lot of my time, a, t- a lot of my time. You know, I've got, you know, my kids, I have time with that, you know, and then, you know, there's Morgan and I, and then I, I try to like, I can't, there's no, there's, there's no room, senor. I can only fit in a little bit of time. Senor, I can't fit in any more time. There's no one to burn it, man. If I put it in here, that means I don't eat lunch, man. There's no time. <laughs> There's also a significant amount of time because I my sleep is I'm a I'm I'm a vampire. People that know me are like, yeah, he's weird. I'm like Kramer. I'm up till like six in the morning, five in the morning sometimes, and I'll sleep till like eleven thirty or noon. Like I don't, you know. There's no time. <laughs> Unless it's at four in the morning. And that's usually when I get to it. I'm like laying in bed, can't sleep, or I'm like getting like, to go through some of these messages, I guess. Anyway, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Haley Lonigan says, Quebec just passed a law placing the best interest of the children ahead of the best interest of the parent as defined by the state, i.e. state authority over parental authority. Yeah, get the fuck out of Quebec. That kind of stuff is... Uh, is no good. I mean, once they're once they're deciding what to do with your children, now they've taken full control over you. You you have no power. If you don't even have, I mean, let's let's think about this for a minute. If you don't even have the power to like decide what to do, how to raise your own children, what power do you have? Because we don't have the power to say what we want to say. We don't have the power to live exactly the way we'd want to. We can't, uh, they took away our, 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 our rights of association, our freedom of assembly, our freedom of trial, all kinds of things. There's so many things that the government has a say in our lives now. It's gotten to the point that they they will decide what happens with your children. Like they they can they can supersede you. So how how much power do you how much respect do they have for you as a sovereign individual as a person anyway? It's so it's so offensive to me to think that someone can just go and and take some. And I don't, I don't mean in a situation where it's like the parents are like evil and like pimping out children to child you know pedophiles. And, I, and that's not what I mean. I mean, like, for really petty reasons. Like, I don't like this person, so I'm just going to take their fucking kids. If you think that's not happening in this country right now, um, you're you're wrong. Because it is. And I know people personally that that's happened to. Not And more than one, by the way. One of them luckily got them back. The other one did not. However, the state feels that it's in its authority to just... We're going to have to just take your children now. One of them had his kids put in the system and vaccinated against against his uh, wishes, by the way. After he served them a notice of liability not to do that, they did it anyway. Like, fuck you. We do what we want. We do what we want. We're Nova Scotia CAS. We do what we want. <sighs> there, I mean, it's not over. 
That's the thing. They think it's like one and done. And yeah, I did what I want. Now the end. I win. That's no, it's not over. This is going to continue. There's going to be big. There's going to be hell to pay. People are going to jail. There's going to be lawsuits. Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. These people have fucked up big time and they don't even know it. Scar Diddley says, so it's the Baron Stone Bears now? Don't say that. No, it's not. I can't. No, it is. No, it's the Berenstein Bears. I know they changed it to. Wait, what is it now? Don't. No, CERN. Enough. Enough with the CERN. I got to get the fuck out of here. It's time to go. We got to leave. This is crazy. Ivy Chevy says, thank you. I have no words, but thank you. Thank you. Uh, that's all. That's what I say. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, Dirtbag Welder says Fanta Nazi orange juice in Asia, as in Eurasia. Would that be another 1984 re- reference? Fanta Nazi orange juice in Asia, as in Eurasia. What? Eurasia was Asia in the book. Fanta Nazi orange juice. I'm not sure I follow. Trucker Rob says here's hoping this worked because nothing else did with this card did. It did. Trucker Rob. Thank you. Hope you're doing well, sir. I am doing well. I hope you're doing well. Trucker Rob, trucking for free. go check it out. Truckingforfreedom.com. Uh, I got to meet the director and the crew and, and some of the people there. They're shooting for uh, that documentary. The first part is amazing. Um, it's so badass and intense. And if you're you know feeling kind of like man, Ken is just a bunch of pussies and losers, and we're never going to fucking go watch that. And then understand that that was the reason that the people in Holland, Jesus Christ, the Netherlands, Jeremy, the Netherlands. It's a country called the Netherlands. Stop calling it hot. That's a part of the country. That'd be like I kept referring to Canada as Quebec. Or, you know, England as Wales. Like, what do you... Stop. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <sighs> they were quite inspired by it. And they, and they felt quite strongly about it. And, um, you know, it's kind of a funny... It's a funny relationship that, that Canada has with that country. I wonder if there's a... What was it? And then we can leave after this. Um, what the hell was it called? Oh, just give me a second. Yeah, there it is. So this is cool. And it was made it was, you know Netflix fuck Netflix steal it get it on the internet steal it I don't care send the FBI what are you gonna do <laughs> I just thought this was cool this is a poetic kind of thing this is an angle that I don't think anybody has considered yet and thought about I'm gonna say it right now um, once upon a time and this is what the movie is, was based on in World War II um, the Netherlands was under German occupation for a long time and one of the principal, just because of the way the battle shook out and, and you know, the, the Western front of the war against the, uh, you know, the Germans and so on, Canada was the one that was tasked with a lot of the fighting in, uh, in that country and liberated a lot of the towns. And to this day, at least when I was growing up and, and until recently, they, they taught their kids in school about how heroic and wonderful Canada is because we were fucked and they saved our asses. They came here and literally saved us like... Do you know what I mean? That's how they feel about it. That's how, they, that's how those people, the Dutch, feel about Canada, that they came in and basically relieved them of their fucking nightmare. You know what I mean? And um, that's what this, uh, this movie is. It's called The Forgotten Battle. Um, it's, it's kind of about that, that, that stretch of World War II. But I just thought, isn't it, isn't it cool that, like, 
you know, we did, you know, what happened here in Ottawa and in Canada, what, what's been going on and, you know, this, and now they, they're kind of, it's like they're returning the favor in a way. Of all the countries in the world, you know, to copycat and mimic and then continue the fight after, you know, Canada tried to take a shot at these motherfuckers and, you know, it wasn't Brazil, it wasn't, you know, it was, it was the Netherlands, you know what I mean? It's kind of a, a hat tip moment to me, for, for me, like, of course it had to be you, you crazy Dutch bastards. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, like, like Ferry was saying, like I was saying, we, we all should support these people, you know, just with, with whatever you can, it, it matters. It does help. It does, you know, it is going to help them, um, feel not alone with, the, if they do get to see it, it doesn't get censored, suppressed that other people are, are, you know, cheering them on and hoping for the best for them. And, and, you know, hoping that they, uh, just supporting them that the international community support them like they did for us. Um, this is how it has to go, man. Like this is, it, we're all, you know, we are literally all in this together. They aren't, they're all in this against us and we're all in this against them. That's, that's why it is what it is. That's, that's why the thumbnail that, you know, we're the, we're the people, we're the peasants, we're the slave classes. I don't own any tech companies. Do you, any, you guys own any fucking diamond mines? You guys own any central banks? Hey, any, any of you guys like king makers and killing presidents and, you know, starting what? No, that's, that's not us. That's other people doing that. And we're not their fucking playthings, man. And um, as soon as we decide not to, that, that, that's how it ends. <laughs> it's over after that point. Um, but anyway, uh, check this movie out. It was uh, fairly well done if you haven't seen it. Um, you know, let's never do this again. Actual war is, is horrifying and it's <laughs> the, last, the last resort for a reason because it's, You'll understand if you ever have to go, if you, let's just hope, let's just hope you never understand. But anyway, decent movie and, uh, you know, every once in a while Canada does do something cool. But uh, the movie's mostly based around some British guys and so on. But um, a lot of the fighting in the movie is, uh, the, the, the climactic fighting and stuff and the battle that the film is based around was a Canadian fight. But anyway, check it out. Van Stavelen. Jawohl, Hauptmann. Die werden nach Holland verlegt. The Duitsers have zich ingegraven. Hij heeft die proeven ja foto's van gemaakt. Ze zoeken hem. We zijn allemaal in gevaar nu. In war, there's no place for boys that want to act the hero. Laten ze mij jetzt inhelfen. Iemand speelt een spelletje met je. Wat had ze gezegd? Die dam overhaan wordt het één grote slagpartij. Die kaart moet bij de geallieerden komen. The guys from my hometown fought in this battle. Guys from your hometown, my own fought in this battle. They'll be searching for us. I can't stay in one place for too long. Let's go, boys. I'm not gonna die. Not today. Success of this operation lies in your hand within the fate of your
We go way back. We go way back. Netherlands and, and, uh, and Canada does. So um, I thought it was kind of a beautiful thing. You know? Fought together once. Now, now we get to do it again. You know? From across the, across the ocean. You know? Kind of cheering each other on. It's, it's, uh, it's interesting. I like it. Uh, Cinnamon Julian says, I also genuinely appreciate what you've done for me. You've kept me out of the insane asylum. I now have a redacted way of showing it, <laughs> but appreciate you, bro. I hope I get to meet you in person. Oh, thank I'm, I'm glad you're, if you're doing better, not worse. I'm glad, man. Um, thank you very much. CRJ. Thank you very much, brother. It says sleep better. Reset your sleep rhythm. Dumb, dumb. 1000 apologies. Mein have that man shot. Have that man killed. Philip. <laughs> Satoshi Ape and Real Donald T says, wait until uh, the Bitcoin starts to rise as the stock market drops. That's the only signal that true believers are invested in. Not the A lot of people didn't get shaken out, man. And that drop, it's stuck, still hanging steady at 20,000. There's people that hardcore are not going anywhere. I didn't sell anything. I'm still sitting on it, man. <laughs> never, never. A lot of people are like that. Um, Scott Baker says, you made my Friday afternoon shift enjoyable, bud. Glad to be a part of this community. You must be on the West Coast. Uh, at Friday afternoon, or are you in Japan or China or some fucking place? Uh, either way, thank you very much, man. And Total Meltdown says, in BC, we have been fighting uh, before COVID against our Infants Act that allows any age to transition or take jabs without parents' consent. I remember that. We talked about that on the podcast before, before the, the in the before times, you know? That, isn't that fucked how that's how we can talk now? You know, in the before times, like before the COVID. <sighs> um. Says BC also teaches that parent consent is not needed. Yeah, and that guy tried to save his kid and flee to the boat. Fuck, it was horrible. Julius Squeezer says, cheers, thank you very much, man. And CRJ says, you can't have me shot. I pay the bills around here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess he can't. Take his wallet, then shoot him. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, you know. Um, and it's, it starts, like I said, it starts with a pittance. It starts with a little tiny problem. It starts with a tiny grievance. And then eventually it's just year after year, decade after decade, you know, slight after slight, spit in the face, slap in the face, disrespect one thing after the other. Eventually, what is it going to be? Is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? You never know, but it's getting real close. And something like the, the laptop, the Hunter Biden laptop being covered up and lied about. The media did it. It's all out there. Everybody knows it. We all know it's real. We all know the disgusting, vile filth that's on there. And if people knew about it, they never would have voted for these corrupt fucking psychopaths. And you lied to them anyway. And there was the ballot box stuff. Dinesh D'Souza blew the whole thing open. It's not maybe. It's not debunked. It's blatantly fucking obvious that tons of theft and stealing was going on. You guys are so full of yourselves. You're so full of yourselves. You think you can bury stories about child sex trafficking, pedophilia. It's all on there. It's all on there. And uh, crony capitalism and putting your family members into powerful positions to take money. You can kill people. We can fuck kids. We can do this. We can do that. We'll just stuff ballot by. We'll steal elections. We'll invade. We'll just do whatever we want as much as we want for as long as we want. And in the world when everybody's got cell phones, cameras, and laptops, and internet connections in the same world, the same situation, the same dimension where Paul Joseph Watson has the same kind of reach and influence... And 
is bigger than CBC. He's rivaling CNN. And you think, you stupid motherfuckers think that you can get away with this. You can just do this for as long as you want. There's not going to be any consequences. Nobody's ever going to figure it out. Well, I'm sorry, people have been figuring it out every day, every hour, every month, and year for years. And the more you take, the more you push, the tighter you squeeze, the more people pop out of that bag and escape the reservation. And if now there's too many. Now there's just way too many. And uh, it's it's obvious. You've got governments coming down everywhere. You're all running scared. You're hiding from your own people. You're going as far as martial law. Tractors are burning everything down. You're shooting at unarmed people and tractors. Oh, look, the entire English government collapsed. Oh, President Poopy Pants doesn't know where he is. You guys are on the fucking clock. You can't play a long game. You didn't pick a few. You didn't field a strong team. You don't have a strategy anymore. You're now reacting to the things the people are doing. The momentum has shifted. The power is shifting away from you and into them and they're seeing successes from it they're seeing that some people are going to jail some people are getting fucked up but not everybody is war isn't it some people are becoming more powerful than they were and there's networks and there's organizations and there's pushback and there's big names and big people doctors lawyers people are getting involved and politicians and governors and all kinds of people have figured something out figured something out very very you know key and, and important that the mafia exists. They, you know, it exists. And they have names and they have addresses and we know where they are. And uh, it's, the, you know, the tide, again, is, is, is rolling out. It's not going to be tomorrow. It's not going to be next month. But perceptibly, things are happening that very much make me believe that um, this is this is definitely not in the bag, boys. Sorry to tell you. For a little while... And again, I can't say thank you so m- enough to not only the guys making the documentary, but the, but the truckers themselves and the people like uh, you know Tamara that are in prison for political reasons. She's a political prisoner. I'm not going to say much about King, but you know I don't know the guy, but he shouldn't be in prison for for that. that we have political prisoners in Canada now. What they've done to Arthur Pulaski, you know. That's a necessary sacrifice, and these people are leaders and, and because of that, because they know that and they're willing to endure that. They didn't run a home with they, didn't, they don't run home with their tail between their legs. They're fucking right back out there, taking the beatings and the hits, and and you know waving the banners and you know rallying the troops because that's what has to be done. And if they go down, someone takes their place, and we continue, and, and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger every time. We're not getting less powerful; we're becoming more powerful. I mean, for God's sakes. It's a fringe minority. Really? You need to call martial law because you're afraid of a fringe minority? You fucking, are you okay, man? I don't think you're doing okay. The Diagonal Network is going to take over the country. Is this really where you're at? This is like Wizard of Oz. It really is. I really believe this. This is like the Wizard of Oz. It's all fake. It's an illusion. It's a veneer. You think this is big, bad, powerful? Oh, they're invincible. They can do anything. They're, they're, that, that belief that these people have that you can't win, there's nothing you can do, is the reason that they, they persist and they get away with what they get away with. I'm telling you, they're not all powerful. They're not that big. In fact, a lot of them are below average height. And they sit behind a curtain and they do exactly that. And like the Wizard of Oz, it presents this, you know, the, the great Oz. It's not anything. It's an illusion. It's really just a little man behind a curtain pulling levers, pushing buttons, sending money around. <laughs> you know what I mean? And once you see them for what they are, it's like they're not they're not scary. 
They're pathetic. These people are pathetic. They're small and pathetic and, and two-dimensional and easy to read. You know, it, it's very obvious what they want. Power and money and control for themselves. The end, that's it. And they picked a fight. You know, these dumb, arrogant, entitled, worthless, pathetic, low, uh, detestable human beings, really. Picked a fight with the entire planet. Okay, let me know how it works out for you. No, you could, you could do it. You could do it. Oh, just lie to their face. Just lie to their face. It's fine. Forever. Do it forever. Oh, attack their children. No one will notice. Scar Diddley, thank you guys very much on Rumble. You're a bunch of maniacs over there. Camus Key, CRJ, Pendulum Swing, powered by Saturn V Rockets. Synthetic C17, Julia Squeezer, Total Meltdown, Scott Baker, Satoshi Ape, and Real Donald T. Cinnamon Julian, Trucker Rob, Dirtbag Welder, Haley Lonigan, Senior Bean, Chris H. The Blue Taco, Mr. Chow, Mark 306. Total meltdown. Learning for life. Colbert's mom. Scab ironworker just met. Crispy. Sergeant Rock! Murder Roberts. Godzilla Unchained. Fendrin. Anastasia 411, Sir Toast. Sir Toast, Pilot Mike, Just Matt, Buzzy Double O, Mickey Gaines, Warhol Still, Fisher of Men, Norm Kelly, NYC Bit 212. Blams! Blams! Michael's Mama, and Full Draw Scott Pelly. Hey, yo! Hey, you see what this? You see what I'm seeing here? Could pull out the one that you stuck in my bag for my suffering. You've got nothing to gain, my pain. As always, thank you very much for being here. I appreciate you. I love you guys. Thank you so much for the continued support and uh, and encouragement. I couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Happy Friday. Fuck you, make me Friday, motherfucker. Rangerdistant.com, as always, for the links to all my social media and uh, material and, and things and stuff and, and, and things and stuff and things and stuff. T.me slash Raging Distant II on Telegram if you want to go there if you want to waste time. Outside of that, I gotta go. It's Friday. You you should too. We all got things to do. Love you. Cheers. Death to Stalin! Bro Patrick, Six Temple Tyrannus, and I'll see you on the beach. <laughs> TikTok Klaus.
Oh, Phil, you know how I, f I don't. Is it going to get us in trouble? Well, because when you say you made, you made, you made me something, it's usually, it's usually like a, oh, it's, it's between not legal, not morally or ethically acceptable in the light, in the least sense. I don't think I am going to like it. I think it's going to be, it's going to be trouble. I have to press play and open the box at the same time. All right, fine. Press play. Oh, you call that an MP5? Das ist ein Stück Scheiße. You Americans are very funny, huh? Oh, you Phil. 3D printed that. No, this isn't no, funny. No I'm a developer at HK. I don't think this is okay. Look at this. The way you massacre. You can't my be 3D printing MP5s in our house, Phil. Already patented or something. I don't know if you're because we're under a tremendous amount of scrutiny already, and they think we're a bunch of dangerous terrorists. And you're just 3D printing MP5s. There's 400 more in the garage! Have a little fun. Ich habe eine MP5 3D printed one. Listen, I didn't come all this way for you to just be gentle with me, alright? I need you to slap me hard. I need to go into battery, alright? Give it to me. Don't hold back. Do the HK slap. Oh my god. He made it full auto. It's, it's full auto as well. Yeah, we might as well keep drinking. We're going to jail in the morning anyway. Do you mean to tell me that you made this in your living room with just a 3D printer? Yeah. Oh, I still don't quite understand. You mean you just squirted it? What? I squirted it, yeah, I squirted it. Well, these are blueprints for Claymore mines. But I don't see any Claymore mines. Did you 3D print? I think that's They're already in the yard. But They're already on the property. Of course you did. You you put landmines every. I slap it with your left. Slap it with your. You know what? Slap it in the day and slap it. Just give me the plate. We might as well. We might as well go for it. It's Friday. Fuck it. I slap it when I see it. It always gets me hard. Listen, I didn't come all this way for you to just be gentle with me. All right, I need you to slap me hard. I need to go into battery. All right, give it to me. Don't hold back. Do the HK slap.